0: and welcome to Dawson's Critique. I'm Erin Hensley. And I'm Julia Callahan. And we are two former college roommates and current BFFs who have loved Dawson's Creek since episode one first aired on the WB in 1998. Join us for this spoiler free podcast as we break down one episode every week. We're going to reminisce about our memories of the show and tell you stories of how Dawson's Creek defined our generation. Today we discuss season three, episode 14, valentine's day massacre (laughs) (laughs) this one was written by tom capanos um Mm -hmm. directed by sandy smolan who used to direct after school specials cool northern exposure picket fences ally mcbeal everwood and like so many more but has recently turned into a documentarian and did the cool. documentary, um, documentary, uh, "The Human Face of Big Data." So, oh, interesting. Mm. Um, this one was originally aired on February second, two thousand. The description from Wikipedia. Joey is disapproving when Dawson is convinced to into attending a party by Pacey who berates Joey for being too protective of Dawson. After reconsidering, Joey decides to attend the party along with Jack and Andy who bring along Kate, a childhood friend of theirs. The party soon descends into total chaos and the gang are rounded up by Doug and thrown in the drunk tank. All except Pacey are later rescued by a stern looking Mitch. Mitch. Doug retains custody of little brother on the the advice of their father and the two later have a heart to heart during which Pacey reveals for the first time that he has feelings for Joey. At the end of the episode, he attempts to talk to her about it, but ends up offering her driving lessons instead. Elsewhere, Jen goes on a date with Henry, which ends in a a hospital trip when Henry tries too hard. (laughs) (laughs) the end <laughs> i mean it's, well, it's, that's it's what happens accurate yeah. description of the whole episode i think our <laughs> work here is done i know thank you see you later um okay my history's mysteries on february 2nd 2000 madeline albright means meets new russian later vladimir putin and describes him as well-informed and eager for a, quote, normal position with the West, war in Chechnya remains a point of dispute. Hmm. February 5th, 2000, in the Second Chechen War, the Novi-Aldi Massacre occurs. Russian forces summarily execute at least 60 civilians in the suburb of Grozny, in a suburb of Grozny february 6 2000 in the second chechen war the battle of grozny ends with russian forces when russian forces conclude capture of the chechen capital of grozny
1: i remember that
0: yeah okay the number one movie is scream three
1: oh, oh. <laughs> it, it, don't they reference that in the movie in this episode?
0: they do they <laughs> do so scream 3 broke the empire strikes back's record of 22 million dollars for the highest weekend debut in february huh. and scream 2's record which was 32.9 million for the highest weekend debut for a, sl- a slasher film
1: I mean, I definitely saw that in the theater. I'm sure
0: I did, too. Yeah. It also broke Wild Wild West's record for the widest (laughs) release ever at 3,467 theaters. Oh, wow. So there you go. Um, The number one song is i knew i loved you by savage garden
1: oh my god well i don't think that's a better song than christina aguilera but that is a classic it's
0: a class it's not better than christina but it is a classic classic 2000s early 2000s song um so yeah happy valentine's day aaron here we are here we are in dawson's creek
1: Yeah, so we open with Joey and Dawson in the truck, the Potter truck, the truck of my
0: dreams that I would commit homicide to drive that truck. I (laughs) love that truck. I know it's such a good truck.
1: I sometimes think about buying
0: one. Um, I've wanted a truck for years. And I just, you know, my problem is that they don't make trucks small enough anymore. They used to make a small truck. And they don't make that anymore
1: yeah and people have told me like if don't get a
0: truck because then everyone hits you up yeah uh, and you're the friend with the truck i mean i i i do hear that like i (laughs) i hear that um and my dad always had a truck growing up so i know that like people would definitely borrow it but i've always wanted a a really small truck but like i feel like they just do not make small trucks anymore
1: so yeah but it's definitely not going well trying to (laughs) cheats Joey had a drive stick yeah she's super nervous and and he's struggling to teach her and like he he doesn't lean into his tone of voice that can be like really bad but like he still is coming across like a jerk to me yeah like his tone is like sometimes his tone gets really fucked up and I think that's why I'm so triggered by him uh but like his tone stays like normal but he like
0: he's mean to her he's a little bit mean I want to give a PSA, which is that if you do not know how to drive a stick shift, you should learn. You should learn. yeah.
1: I mean, if it's an emergency, I can do it.
0: I, so I refuse to drive anything but a stick shift as you well know. Um, I, and the reason that I think everyone should know, I will, I will give a PSA to our listeners is that one time when I was a high school kid and I was a little punk, I was at a punk show, um, AFI pre- (laughs) <laughs> pre-wide release afi when they were a hardcore <laughs> okay <laughs> when they were a hardcore band from oakland um i got kicked in the head with a steel toe boot and got a concussion and had to drive myself to the hospital because nobody i was with could drive a stick and yes. thus i think everyone should know
1: that's I'm- why my parents taught us how to drive a stick i remember it was actually in alameda in up in the bay uh-huh. um they had an abandoned uh like army base i don't know what branch of the military it was Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and we went in this like little tiny like (laughs) tiny hatchback car and like it was me and my dad's best friend and her son and my brother Uh and we're all the same age and we just like peeled out it's like this vacant city and we learned how to drive there it's just like super fun um So I I I can do it fine. I just like don't have the daily practice. Yeah,
0: my my parents did not. Pills are a little bit like. (laughs) Yeah, so my parents didn't own an automatic, um, Mm -hmm. and thus, if I wanted to learn how to drive, I had to learn how to drive a stick. So Mm -hmm. I learned at sixteen how to drive a stick. Um, And my mother's uh, final test before I took the driving test was that I had to drive through San Francisco um, in a stick, which is the city that my mother learned how to drive a stick in um and uh so if you guys don't know if you've never been to san francisco san francisco is a lot of hills all hills yeah <laughs> and and my she would not allow me to put on the e-brake um so you just had to get out of those hills uh anyway uh anyway learn how to drive a stick if you don't know how um if, you, <laughs> yeah. if you're in la dm me i'll, I'll come teach you um <laughs> and anyway
1: so, yeah dawson it, it's like hard to like explain it because like he's just like well you're not listening to me and like she's like you're not you know teaching me right yeah and like i like i want to like encourage him to make- control his tone because that's like one of the triggering things to me but he's still being mean so i'm like don't be mean like come on yeah. you know and, and from- so then in the middle of this like kind of like argument yeah we find out pacey's back there
0: pacey's in the in the bed of the truck and he's yeah. like are we there yet okay
1: (laughs) and then it's like as much as I'm saying Dawson's being mean Pacey's being mean (laughs) Pacey's Pacey's like mean this whole episode
0: we're not even halfway down the driveway like what the fuck is happening what are you doing and and Joey referenced Lloyd Dobler so Joey tells Dawson he's no Lloyd Dobler yeah
1: and Dawson doesn't get the reference yeah you're like um. Okay. So he always acts like he's this film nerd, right? And we're kind of like, is Joey a film nerd? And and like we find out she we always know she is because she knows a lot of movies. Uh-huh. She just knows different movies. And so Lloyd Dobler is John Cusack's character in in um uh, say anything uh, say anything. Which and directed is directed
0: a- by Cameron Crowe. So you would think that Dawson like Dawson and Cameron Crowe seem kind of similar to me. And that's I mean no offense to Cameron Crowe by that. Um, But like Cameron Co. kind of seems like a Dawson, right? Like really kind of nerdy, but like high achieving at a very young age. Uh huh. Um,
1: I mean, I'm just kind of like it when we talk about the canon of movies yeah. for like because we're the same age as the characters. Sure. Like
0: this movie, say anything, is in canon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For our
1: generation. Well,
0: because because Joey says, okay, she explains to him in say anything there are there is. a a number of scenes where John Cusack teaches Ioni Sky how to drive and like but in the movie he's a patient tutor and so like I wanted to say one note to Joey which is that they're dating so he's much more patient (laughs) because every time she stops they make out Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah and also, like, I do actually think Dawson is a lot liked Lloyd Dobler, but like Lloyd Dobler, how we see him now in 2020, where you're like, little bit of a creep. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> definitely. <laughs> like, I feel like Lloyd Dobler in, 19- in the year 2000 was like, we all were like, oh, my God, it's so romantic when he ha- when he like that fucking boombox yeah, over his eyes. head. Yeah, and yeah. like, oh, my God. And now you're like, that boombox scene is <laughs> totally that way about it still um so when aaron and i lived together in college i say anything was one of my favorite movies i mean it's still i i have a a definite tender spot and i definitely um i I was in charge of a lot of the posters in our apartment when we (laughs) lived together and Uh um say anything was at least one of them if not more yeah um but so Dawson's like, well, you know, look, Ioni Sky actually listened when Lloyd Dobler was when John Cusack was trying to teach her. And Pacey like like cause Dawson and Joey are kind of like <laughs> they're right, bordering they're like, on mad.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's like a weird vibe between them. And again, we're like, why isn't Bessie teaching her this? But like, okay. But okay. And so Pacey's <laughs> right. like Bessie's got a lot of like, but yeah then Pacey's kind of like stop arguing why don't you ask Joey like do you want to come out with us tonight mm-hmm. It's val- or unless um, you know co- big college boy is taking you out and she's like well no he actually has like midterm so like we're not going out and Pacey like he gets mean to her he's like what <laughs> She, he's doing that over taking you out like right. what kind of creep is this like blah 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 and, and she's like some people care about their school like you know just yeah. kind of like defending it you know and it's just like they're
0: they're both being mean to her they are a little bit i mean there's like this part of me that like when they're kind of all friendly and like not i mean not that they're being friendly but like when they're kind of all friends Mm -hmm. you know that's like i kind of like this trio that like joey's like and my boyfriend's my boyfriend's not around right now because he's like doing midterms and they're like, Oh, come out with us. Like that part of it. I was kind of like, kind of like it, you know, like I, I would like to see these three being like a a friend threesome, you know? Right. But I agree that like both Dawson and Pacey. You want be some that's like good friends. Like, no, no, no. Be no good totally. to each
1: other. It's just weird. I, I don't know. It, it's a lot to take in, you know, especially mm-hmm. at the beginning of the, the
0: episode. <laughs> it is a lot coming at you at the beginning.
1: And, um, and then and then, um yeah, Pacey's like, oh, we're going to go to a party with Matt, Matt Caulfield throwing a huge party mm-hmm. for like all the Valentine's Day rejects. And, and they start Joey and Pacey start to argue like dawson isn't in the vehicle yes yes because he <laughs> about dawson's morality uh, and we've talked about this before i've talked about this before about how like you know dawson upholds the pacey as a slut and um and joey upholds the Jen as a slut mm-hmm. and we see how joey and pacey uphold the dawson is a good guy thing
0: yeah i agree with you because like you know joey's like what do you mean you're gonna go to a matt caulfield party like what the fuck and dawson's kind of like well aren't you curious like what this might look like like after everything we've all heard about this and joey's like you know dawson matt caulfield like isn't of your tribe he's a creep and he like his parties are known for being like debaucherous Mm -hmm. and Pacey's like what the fuck are you doing like why are you holding dawson back so like there's this way in which throughout this whole episode and we'll get into it they're kind of the angel and devil and at a certain point they actually say that they're like the angel and devil on his shoulders and i think that's really true right there's a part of me that's like look y'all know how we feel about dawson yeah you know that we don't cut him a ton of slack the slack that I'm willing to cut him, particularly right now, is like, I, I if I were him, I would be getting away from both of these people.
1: Yeah, because like he's told them they're his best friends. He's told them I've taken all the po- I'm taking all the posters off my wall. I quit film class. Like I want to have like this high school experience, mm-hmm. and then. They both are like trying to guide him into the high school experience they think he should have. Right. And that sucks, you know, because as much as like we want Joey to to be able to change and grow (laughs) and we get mad at Dawson not giving her the space like she's not
0: like doing it. She's not giving him his
1: space either you know, also the same with Pacey where it's like, we want him to change and grow. And like, he's kind of like being to Dawson, like, Oh, well the high school experience is like you like just going out and fucking girls. And like, it's hard because like, we don't agree with this, this side of Pacey. And whenever we see that, it feels like, um, out of
0: character. It's jarring. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So that's why it's like, it's, it's weird to watch. And then like, to be like okay well are we not like what are we not seeing about Pacey where every time we see this aspect of him it feels jarring right
0: right I think that's true I think that's really true is like you know this it's like this part of Pacey exists this kind of like uh, macho kind of part of Pacey yeah you know does exist and it's like I'm I'm here for a character that like has all these different pieces of him has all these different layers of him yeah has this much he's mo that like sort of is a defense mechanism particularly when you look at his father and his brother and sort of like where he's coming like, from
1: sexual abuse
0: yeah and yeah miss jacobs like it, 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 those things to me like okay that's like kind of that's an interesting right like okay let's let's dig in there but when it comes up particularly towards dawson and like uh, and like we talked about this in season three episode one where pacey's like you know this year you're gonna lose your virginity and he was like yeah sort of this different pacey it's like every once in a while that different pacey kind of comes out mm-hmm. and look i this is a television show <laughs> i know it's yeah, a television yeah, show it's written yeah. by real people there are mistakes um and I think there are, there are parts of me that are like uh, the thing that they're kind of whirling around where like when Pacey gets around other men, particularly Dawson, this kind of macho side of him comes out, that to me yeah. is actually a really interesting thing, right, like yeah, definitely I don't love it, but it's interesting,
1: yeah, yeah, just the dynamics that male friendships have exactly,
0: yeah. Definitely, And so, you know, so I'm willing to like, as a person who is like enjoying viewing this, I'm willing to give it a little space because I'm like, okay, like, tell me about this. Yeah. Uh, Though I think that sometimes the ball is dropped on the sort of quote unquote, tell me about this part, right? Yeah, it's
1: more of like showing it and then you figure it out on your own. (laughs) Exactly.
0: Exactly. Because Joey's like, okay, you know, this guy's not part of our tribe, whatever. And like... Paisley's like why are you like holding Dawson back from like shedding his skin and having some fun and Joey's like why are you dragging him into this like world of bottom feeders like what the fuck Mm -hmm. so finally Dawson and like this is a dynamic that's going to come back in this episode finally Dawson like speaks up for himself yeah and is like look I don't need to be in the middle of this whatever's happening doing
1: about my morality like right you know and like I felt for Dawson that moment Mm -hmm. because he wants to change he wants to like explore these new options and like I am more on the side of Pacey because that was my vibe in high school of like going to parties and like Mm -hmm. I the experience of that you know because you're kind of like what is Joey saying he should change to do right what changes should she make she just wants him to stay home and watch a movie with her. And I'm not saying that he shouldn't do that, but like, that isn't a change.
0: Totally. And, and, you know, it's interesting because like I was a little bit pacey and a little bit Joey in high school. Like, I think there's a part of me that like always loved staying home and watching movies and like loved and loved that stuff and was a good student and like all that stuff. But then also there's a part of me that's a little pacey and like was a little bit wild and did wild things. And like, obviously,
1: I was a good student, but Mm. and so were all of my friends. But we still went to parties, you know, and there were guys that you'd be like, oh, that guy kind of sucks, but he's having a party. And then you would like go hang out with your friends at that party. Right,
0: right. So like,
1: I don't know, it's just like it's hard because like, I don't think that going to parties is a is like a part of the high school experience, but I think it can be. It was a part of mine. Yeah, it was a part of mine. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I sometimes give it more weight because I'm like, that was a part of my experience and it was really fun, you know, and I don't want people to miss out on it. And I think what Dawson is saying is he's like, well, I haven't really done that before. So like, I don't know if I am missing out on it.
0: And I think that that's totally fair. And I think like, I think Dawson is kind of wrestling with like, that yeah. like yeah, and that I think is really interesting, right? I, 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 I mean, Dawson wrestling with like who am I? Yeah, no, exactly. I, I,
1: it's hard because I like this journey Dawson's on. Yeah, but the way that like the writers write it, or maybe that um, James Vanderbeek acts it, I am always like, Ugh, like this could have been so much better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i agree with you i agree with because so dawson's like you know look i'm my own person i can make my own decisions both of you shut the fuck up basically yeah. and then he's like you know we got to go to school we're gonna be late and joey then goes you know as much as i would live for you and dawson to make fun make fools of yourselves like i'm gonna pass and of course her ohio accent comes out in that pass uh, as like a nice little a um ohio a there and she said i'm gonna pass and make it a blockbuster night in case you didn't feel old <laughs> that someone R H said that um and joey i mean pacey just like nails her to the wall he like looks all doe-eyed at her and he goes that's great joe who are you gonna get to drive you <laughs> <laughs> and and we go directly into the credits yeah <laughs>
1: And then we're at school and yeah. they zoom in on this like hella creepy,
0: like old ass looking dude. And they're mm. like, that's Matt Caulfield. Okay. So played by Michael Haggerty. Hmm. Um, he's done like a lot of like one episode guest stars. Okay. Uh, he was on, he did one on Scrubs, Six Feet Under, Walker, Texas Ranger, bunch of other ones. So Pacey and Dawson are discussing like the lore of Matt Caulfield. Yeah, and he's like a Billy type. Like this guy sucks. He's yeah, just like he's a total, he,
1: wants, he once like fucked three girls on the same night. But, six like, cheerleaders
0: except, in one weekend.
1: Except like it wasn't like a like a gangbang. It was like a
0: individual yeah. encounter. Yeah. I mean, I have questions about six cheerleaders in one weekend. I, I don't <laughs> but okay it's just like the lore that's the lore it
1: it, Mm. it's just like the way i don't know this is like a total like 90s you know telling of like yeah this guy only guys like sex you know and like Mm -hmm. the way that we like you know count him is like this guy is by fucking cheerleaders and like it's just really disturbing and toxic and it's like so how many dudes are like this in in Cape Side? Because like, we already know Chris. <laughs> a Wolf, few. You know, Quite a
0: few. Apparently. And then like,
1: yeah, so you can kind of see how like this town would allow like a teacher to be accused of sexually assaulting her student and then just mm. be like, yeah,
0: well, she just moved away. Well, she left. Um and Pacey's like, you know, Dawson, look, we gotta go to that party, like, you know, and Dawson kind of eh, he's like, maybe Joey's right. Like maybe this, I'm not exactly cut out for this.
1: Yeah, like maybe I don't want to associate any time in that guy's vicinity. Right. And so then And like I kind of like that.
0: <laughs> I do too. I do too. And I think like Dawson's I mean, seems correct. Um, but Pacey's like, come on, Dawson, like your hero's journey begins now and like i don't know i was kind of like you know you guys are talking about a party maybe take it down like one or two notches. (laughs) like it's not a hero's journey you're going to a fucking party
1: yeah and i think the way pacey's saying it is like oh you're gonna your hero's journey is losing your virginity yeah or like
0: getting close to it at least getting closer to it yeah and dawson calls pacey a poor man's yoda um, and then Pacey's like, I always thought of myself more of more a Han Solo type. <laughs> and I, I'm just not arguing with that take in the slightest. I, I, you know, I can't really speak to those references. <laughs> I, I, I will say as someone who has seen meh, a couple of the Star Wars movies, um, yeah, I could see Pacey as a Han Solo type. Um, you know, and then- a young Richard <laughs> Gere, definitely. He, he measures up. Um, and then Jack comes Wait, and Pacey in Harrison says, Ford sorry Harrison Ford I'm so sorry did I say Richard Gere yeah Jesus Christ um so Jack comes up and (laughs) Pacey's like there's my Chewbacca (laughs) here's my Chewbacca
1: that made me laugh it made me
0: laugh too I on my note was like have I mentioned how much I love Paisley and Jack's relationship because I love it yeah
1: and they're just like they are it's cute to see all the guys together we don't yeah that that much
0: you know I know. And um, listen, and, TV writers, if you are listening, male friendship, my God, give us more.
1: Yeah, it's super interesting. That's amazing. Um, and so, and Jack's like, okay, I talked to the guys on the team, and like, I couldn't find the location of the party, but I got the password. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're What's like, the "Password? What's the password?" And he's like, "I know kung fu. <laughs> I know kung fu. <laughs> it's funny. Did you ever go to a party with a password? No, no."
0: I don't did think you I either i don't think so i i you know the the sort of we'll talk about raves in season four but um i was not a big like i feel like that was the thing with passwords the raves and that was not like my jam
1: right 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 that wasn't yeah.
0: my deal um so we go to this blood donation spot then oh where God. henry so wild <laughs>
1: <laughs> Henry's is- trying- okay first of all yeah have you donated blood we had a I- blood drive in my high school and you had to be 17 that's the requirement to okay. donate blood
0: so my problem is that i as you know i have um a tremendous amount of tattoos and it is often not a year i think you have to wait a year yeah, yeah um yeah. after you get a tattoo i almost never it has almost never been a year right yeah yeah
1: but you can do it i think when you're 17 okay so so but henry is a decidedly not 17 so this already nope doesn't check
0: right, out yeah number one thing that doesn't check out okay so henry is and there. so he's telling the nurse like come on let me get more blood
1: come on and she's like no you already gave blood in the past like period that
0: is required Hang on. no she does not say that she the nurse tells him, you can only sell plasma every 72 hours. So I looked this up because I was like, that seems crazy. Yeah. Um, you can donate plasma every 28 days okay, up to yeah. 13 times a year. No more. Okay. So he says... Is that like the federal requirement or the state requirement? That's the requirement I found on Google. Um, so I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. I googled it though, um, and um, <laughs> and so twenty days. I mean, I think Jen. So the the person that I'm with right now, living with right now, does donate a lot of blood, and like I think she has to wait like four to six weeks every time and my mom donates a lot of blood and i think that's like a six yeah. week waiting period or so yeah so 72 so they hours do, they're talking about 72 hours here
1: yeah and it's like this is it's actually donating blood is actually something really complicated because they do give you money and so they don't want to encourage it as a way for people to make money like what henry's uh-huh. doing because that is a that's ethically wrong and um, yeah ambiguous morally, at the least but, it's yeah, no wrong. it's that's morally corrupt <laughs> right you know right. and so like what do rich people get the blood of poor people like I mean, that's that's
0: corrupt this is america you know?
1: yeah and so that's why another re- in addition to the health and safety reasons that's another reason why they put these limits right. on it so that it cannot be a form of you know yeah, payment
0: yeah <laughs> or of, of income so Henry tries to 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 really like he's getting in with this nurse he's like look I've got a date with an angel tonight and she's like "So," and he's like I've spent the last few weeks like working at her favorite restaurant to pay for the meal which I want to say that i don't even think it was, was it the last episode that he told her she, it was two, two ago, ago okay that he told her like he already got a free meal so i don't know what this rest of this is and he's like you know now i need money for a gift and if i can sell one more pint i can get a gift and like <sighs> the show really was like trying to sell us on this point of like henry as slightly misguided romantic But, like, honestly, Erin, like, I I thought about this, and I was like, when I was 16, look, if someone had taken me to a fancy restaurant, Mm -hmm. okay, fine. I mean, I lived in a town where there kind of weren't fancy restaurants, like... (laughs) We didn't have I think there was like two mm-hmm. fancy restaurants in Santa Cruz.
1: Right, but you still had them and everyone would have known it sure. by name and everything and it would have meant something if you were like, Oh, I'm going on a date. Like we had this one called the Summit House. Oh. Like, oh, I'm going on a date to the Summit sure. House. That would have meant something. Sure. So like that's totally believable what he's doing, is trying to sell this like grand romantic night, you know. But
0: he buys her I he guess wants she, to buy her a gift he, and then from didn't we already establish he's rich? We, You and I have come to that conclusion I'm not sure that the show has told us that But you and I are in that In that camp I, I I mean here's the thing right I'm thinking about first dates And I'm thinking about high school first dates Which to me always seemed like they weren't really first dates They were like hangs Right uh, Well first date wouldn't be like Like you go to a fancy restaurant That would be like a
1: special occasion Right like Dance Or like an
0: anniversary Yeah it's fucking bizarre and he but i'm like i'm 36 if someone bought me a gift on a first date i would be like i don't don't, know i think i need to go
1: (laughs) it's super weird like it depends on the gift and but yeah Uh, yeah well well, definitely and also she's already told him she doesn't want these grand gestures like in the last episode she's like i want you to be you Mm -hmm. and so i think He's struggling from in this much similar in the way that Dawson is where he's like, well, I want me is the person I want to be and I want to be a romantic. So he's trying to put on this this persona because that's who he wants to be. Mm. And but he thinks because that's who he wants to be. That's who he is.
0: I think that's such a good way to put that. I think that's a really good way to sort of to word what we're looking at, because like Henry then tells like the nurse is like henry i cannot bend the rules which like yeah, yeah it's like, like
1: yeah it's like a fucking actual violation of the law yeah, it's like like she could lose medical <laughs> malpractice
0: Yeah, what this woman does and we're gonna get there right now is medical malpractice so he launches into this heartfelt story he's like you know somewhere out there there's a guy who thinks about you every day and dreams about you every night a guy who would sell his blood to make you happy and I just want to say, instead of fulfilling all of my dreams, where nurse Nicole turns to Henry and says that she's a lesbian, um, <laughs> she's
1: like, just like, well, he's late. My life doesn't revolve around whether or not I have a romantic dude in my life <laughs> um, and what would happen if I lost my medical license for you. Right. So fuck you. Like, you know, It's just like a really fucked up storytelling, to be honest. Like this part made me so it's- mad. Like, he's like... Oh, they're like, oh, you know, nurses. Yeah, they're usually women and they're lonely.
0: Right. I, I mean, I my note was like, of course, we had this storytelling in the year 2000. Like, of course, <laughs> that like we were still here where it was like this working girl has to be, you know, like she's working. So she must be single and lonely. Yes. Um, and, you know, like uh, my thing was. Well, I just it it bugged well, I just me greatly. Think too. It was irresponsible
1: for the storytelling, and they could have just like very well had him just give one pint of blood and still have the story unfold the way it Absolutely. did. Absolutely. When like I said, we had a blood drive at my high school, and I did it. My brother did it, and like, oh my god! I always thought that this was like hyperbole mm-hmm. when they say someone turns white. It is not. No. <laughs> it is not. <laughs> oh my god! Everyone is like, Aaron, look at your brother, and I like it <laughs> fucking haunts you into your day. mind it was like i oh my god it literally when i say white as a sheet of uh-huh. paper that i'm letting everyone know that is not hyperbolic. <laughs> that's the color
0: matthew Henley turned. <laughs>
1: that is literally like you are shook at how much blood plays a role in the tone of your the color of yeah your skin. yeah yeah oh my I god know. so like Just donating one pint, you could have this similar results as the story unfolds.
0: Jen, you know, Jen, um, who I'm not Jen Lindley, Jen, who I'm living with, um, Uh has um, she donates blood and has donated it probably twice, maybe three times since we've been in quarantine, since I've been staying here. And Uh like, so she has to eat steak. Before, like a couple, yeah, yeah, you have to get iron. Yeah, so she has to eat steak like a day or two before, um, so that her iron gets up, and then like you drink a ton of water, right? Like, so it's like you kind of have to prep for it. So my thing is like, if Henry, okay, so like let's like let's like put everything that like it is illegal for him to be doing this twice in a one month period, let alone a forty eight hour period um stick all that to the wall okay like pretend that that's not true the fact that like this is a person that like hasn't done any of this like of course he's gonna suffer (laughs) I mean your body it takes your body a while to replenish that
1: yeah I mean this is just like morally corrupt on so many Uh, many levels levels. of storytelling you know and it just is like actually unnecessary absolutely and like he could yeah. there's a
0: million other reasons that the thing that happens could happen and let's let's discuss when we get there but like yeah. the donating plasma part is like not
1: yeah it's like he could have done that but doing it one time would have been a sufficient I mean, storytelling fun. he didn't have to like then they didn't have to get into this really <laughs> dark concept of medical. the way nurses are <laughs> yeah. and like the medical complex and everything right. because she she just gives
0: in because he's and, like, like you know so maybe oh because he says um you know so this guy maybe there's a guy out there that thinks in yeah. terms of you and and she's like he's late and he goes maybe he's stuck maybe someone won't bend the rules for him and somehow that convinces This isn't a rule
1: like okay white man this isn't a rule this is like a law that society has to keep us safe. It's, uh, <laughs>
0: and it's not like uh, yeah it's it's like I mean Her- Henry is the anti max masker of this um <laughs> you know this like television show right now he's like i don't want to wear a mask because i find them uncomfortable and i don't really care if i kill your grandmother thank you very much i'm gonna go out um so i, I mean my thing is like this is a fucking scandal that this nurse does this
1: <laughs> i know it's just like so this is like gail is reporting was,
0: this on the five o'clock fucking news. seriously
1: it was really hard for me to watch that it was, because yeah. like it was irresponsible on um so a multiple levels. levels yeah like it, to the viewer to see that mm. is one of the biggest ones. And then uh it just it was unnecessary right, right. too.
0: So so then we go out to the waterfront and Pacey runs up to Doug's patrol car. And Doug And this is the first time we've seen Doug
1: since first season, right?
0: No, we saw him in 305 with the Oh right, mm-hmm. right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. Um Doug's like sitting, he's listening to a song called Patch Passion by Patria. Um, I was like this is a banger (laughs) Doug thinks it's a banger um Pacey is like you know what he's asked Pacey like what he's doing like why are you here and Pacey's like what can't a guy want to hang out with his bro and then he (laughs) stops and he's like what is happening in this car what are you listening to to?" (laughs) and Doug's like Pace is this not the voice of a diva and I'm sorry, like, I, I know I have conflicted feelings about Pacey making fun of Doug's homosexuality or perceived homosexuality. Yeah. But honestly, if you tell me, isn't this a voice of a diva, it's going to be hard for me not to make that judgment <laughs> and draw that conclusion. I,
1: it is really funny. I think that's why, like, you know, again, Matthew Shepard happened mm-hmm, in season mm-hmm. two. So, like, it was part of... Like for Julia and I, like our conversation around this. we had so much PSAs of like stop saying that's so gay mm. because when we grew up we'd be like that's so that's gay okay. and there was a huge messaging campaign to eliminate that from our vocabulary. I used to make those a- buttons, and it actually worked. Mm-hmm. Like we no longer said it anymore, and so this was like part of the conversation of like don't like don't you, that's homophobic mm. and that's And being homophobic leads to Matthew Shepard. And we're like, okay, okay, I hear this. I'm making these connections. But even when we watched (laughs) this as kids, it was like more funny because it's like, he's listening to divas. Of course you're (laughs) going to like, say something about it you know and because like it doesn't I think the thing is with Pacey is like while he gets mean to Joey and at the top of the mm. episode this doesn't feel mean it feels lighthearted. it
0: does it does and it's like it's one of those things
1: I th- and like every time he does it it feels lighthearted. and so it's hard because like I've said before I think that when you are super tight with someone you might be able, like like one of my best friends I'm like okay shut up queen yeah. like you know and like, it's because I've put in 20 years, you know, 15 years of friendship with <laughs> yeah. him. And so there would be a, sim- like, to me, I think that's why it's okay. There's a similar world where it's okay because Pacey and Doug are brothers. So they like, and because it doesn't feel mean spirited, you're like, it's more of like this like ribbing brother yeah. thing, you know? Yeah.
0: Cause I think like, I like what you're saying. And I like what you've said in the past of like, you know, if you have a sibling like and you know this thing is the thing that bugs them like you're gonna hit it every time like like, that's called having a sibling (laughs) yeah and like so there's a part of me that like that's what i get too out of it is like you know i think it's like i have i have really mixed emotions about it because like there's a part of me that like from the perspective of 2020 is like okay like
1: well, just the representation is unhealthy. Well, and it's
0: like if you if you but know your you brother is gay. Into
1: authenticity, you're like, okay, I can see how this is right. And a it's brotherly
0: like brotherly relationship. If you know your brother is gay, and like, look, we have no proof either way. We have yeah. not seen Doug in a in a romantic relationship with a man or a woman. Um, though he did hit on t- Tamara. I mean, Miss Jacobs. Yeah. I'm sorry. Well, he did yeah. hit on Miss Jacobs. Um, um. But it's like, that's the only kind of like sexuality we've seen Doug really possess. Yeah. And yeah. so, so, you know, I don't want, I'm not making any judgments, but like, my thing is like, if he is gay, there's a part of me that's like, come on, Pacey, lay off of him, like let him come to it on his own terms. Mm-hmm. Um, And then there's also a part of me that's like. You know, I, I mean, obviously, like I've said many times, I don't have any siblings, so I don't really know what this is like. But as someone who has witnessed other people with siblings, yeah, <laughs> it's like that <laughs> seems actually pretty accurate that like your sibling would like rib you about something like this, and particularly in the nineteen nineties where we were much yeah, I mean, more. Because,
1: like I've always said, the way Doug gets so mad yeah. about it, like you would just be like, "Fuck yeah!" Like <laughs> <laughs> totally, <laughs> you know? totally, and like, I... and if Doug was just like yeah I suck dick whatever yeah. then Pacey would find the next right thing right that, right you right know? totally so. so
0: anyway so Pacey's like oh if you if you like keep continuing with these divas I'm gonna have to like unleash gay stereotype humor and Doug is like okay great I gotta go like what do you here. Want? <laughs> and
1: Pacey's like well what are you doing yeah. today maybe I could join you for a ride-along Ooh. and Doug's like, ah, oh, would just be so boring yeah. for you. I have to like stake out a golf course because like someone called to say that they think there's going to be a party right. there. Right. So, and I was like, hold up. Okay. This is how they party in Cape side. Like they have rich ass people with giant mansions uh-huh. and they're going to go party in February on a golf in course February. and like, <laughs> and think that the police aren't going to find uh-huh. out. Like this is like, whether it's a private club or not, it's, it's still like not someone's um private property right
0: and pace and and doug's like you haven't heard anything about a party on a golf course have you and pacey's like well no 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 i heard about a rager on witch island but nothing about a golf course so pacey's totally like throwing the scent off um and and i am gonna say something
1: that will totally show mm. my class Cape Tide only has one golf course.
0: <laughs> That's the most Orange County thing you've said on the show. <laughs> like. I, so my, in Santa Cruz, I mean, there are golf courses in Santa Cruz, a few. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then my best friend, um, basically my sister um, from another mister, uh, she, went to high school in Aptos, which is like a rich area of Santa yeah. Cruz, which is, yeah. Santa Cruz is a rich area. I mean, it's got a lot yeah. of Silicon Valley money now. Um, when I was growing up, it was not rich, but it became rich. Yeah. Um, and Aptos is a rich part of it. Um, and so she grew up near a golf course and definitely, I got to say there were sometimes things in the middle of the night on the golf course, like near her house, the um, seascape golf course Mm. but like we didn't it was more the beach at at my at my high school it was like the beach you just went to the beach
1: i mean it just doesn't make sense like we had the diamond bar country club and it had a huge golf course and but why would you party on there when you could just party in someone's backyard that was like huge too you, uh, you no, know like minor. i mean not like golf course huge but like and like west coast huge mm. or like california huge but still like it just like it, it doesn't make any you're sense and especially what you trying people to, with those
0: really huge especially houses if you're,
1: trying to avoid the police you're like okay
0: totally. no 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 totally i'm with you i think that's a good point good point um so we go over to jack and andy's house and andy's on the phone and is giving someone directions remember when you actually had to give people directions so cute (laughs) and jack overhears her say goodbye to this person whose name is kate and jack's like Jack's like kate who kate what kate are we talking about here who uh, and
1: Andy's like you know Kate, my friend, and Jack's like oh my ex my ex girlfriend Kate, Kate? And, and Andy's like this is my friend and like the thing is like she just broke up with her boyfriend and it's Valentine's mm-hmm. Day and like so I told her to come
0: and Jack's like well like did she mention me and Andy's like well yeah of course like of course she mentioned you and yeah Jack's like did you tell her dot dot dot. <laughs> and he's like no that's not my thing to tell yeah. and like i kind of think it's actually considerate of Andy, to like not tell her like let like Jack- i totally
1: agree like on the one hand it's like super like sweet like this isn't my story my to thing, tell yeah. this isn't my thing to tell but like it's weird because like they're trying to set it up like they're friends right <laughs> and jack's been out for a year now Yeah. so like you would be like wait, why doesn't Jack live at your house? Oh, well, my dad <laughs> doesn't like him for, like, some reason. I'm not
0: going to tell yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Or, like, you yeah. know, so, like,
1: that, there's a plot hole kind in that of, storytelling. But also, like, she,
0: she had mental health problems, so, like, maybe it just didn't get think brought up. that
1: it's, like, a sweet thing. Yeah. And then it's much similar to something that you've brought up, which is, like, when you come out, you, it's not just once. It's, over like, and over, and over and over. Yeah. And so we're seeing that, like, oh, shit, this is a time. <laughs> Jack has to come out yeah. again and he's nervous about yeah. it. Yeah
0: and Andy's like come on Jack like, it's no big deal and like she's like just tell her like tell her when she gets here it's fine Um. so then we go over to Jen's room and Jen is like picking out this outfit to wear on her date and like a- is asking Grams for her fashion advice and I'm like dear God <laughs> Jen call Andy
1: <laughs> I know it's like oh my gosh I know. And, and like uh, <laughs> she's like red or black and Grams is like extra about valentine's so day so extra she's like it's valentine's day red of course yeah. and Jen's like great and she grabs the black dress yeah. and like and um and grams is like valentine's day is such a big mm. deal
0: she says, look, 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 it's the day St. Valentine gave his life to the Romans instead of stopping marrying young Christian lovers. So I just want to say, I mean, if we're going to draw metaphorical sort of lines here. So what you're saying is that Valentine's Day is when a group of people tried to stop another group of people for getting married. <laughs> and those people who were trying to be stopped got mad and fought back against the fact that they were trying to be stopped from getting married. Mm-hmm. And now we celebrate that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sounds like a good thing to celebrate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe. Um...
1: Well, you know, we think Grams is Catholic. And New Pope has said some wild ass shit last week. He is the only world leader who is advocating for the no private property. Mm.
0: Is he a Marxist? I mean... I'm so torn, Erin. As a person from a lapsed Catholic family, it is, like, quite hard for me to wrap my head around this new Pope. Me too. Sorry. Listen to our other podcast, We Talk About Religion. (laughs) Just kidding we don't um okay so so grams is like i can feel the spirit of saint valentine around me and jen's like it's called a draft it happens in a house this is february don't talk to me yeah. about this shit i'm not buying any of it fuck off
1: and grams is like you're nervous and you know and jen's like absolutely not like you know and um and she's like, I don't know. She puts his black dress mm-hmm. on. Jen does. And she goes to the mirror and she's like, I don't know. It kind of needs something else. And to be honest, I think Jen's right. And Grams is <laughs> like, like I, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like it, it. Grams is like, no. And an unadorned neck is so chaste. <laughs> and
0: Jen's like, oh, yeah, me. Exactly. Oh, yeah, so me.
1: And I was like, exactly. Jen, you need to put a black choker yeah. on
0: come on it's 2000 yeah,
1: that would really tie this outfit together put a fucking
0: choker on because it is 2000 <laughs> if you wear doc martens with that boots that doc martin boots with that fucking dress too that would be I great know. yeah jen's like so jen's like you know i'm not nervous i've been with so many guys like n- plenty of guys it's no big deal but like she it's it is very clear She's that she nervous. is nervous yeah yeah
1: yeah so and it's like you know, they're not talking about it the way that they are with Dawson Mm. and they have with, with um, Joey Mm -hmm. where Jen is trying to be a new person Mm -hmm. counter to her town wide reputation. Right. And so, and she doesn't have any friends helping her (laughs) right now. She's
0: asking Graham's professional advice.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And so you you see how she's super nervous and she doesn't have anyone to bounce off like what she's really feeling, you Mm -hmm. know? And that's like the problem that all of our characters are having right now, to be honest. Yeah. So we're in Andy's car mm-hmm. and she's driving Kate and Jack to the country club or the golf course.
0: Yeah. So Kate's sitting shotgun. Yeah. Jack's in the back. Kate is played by Alex Backen- Breckenridge or Alexandra yeah. Breckenridge, who has gone on to actually a lot. Um, yeah. So, she was in a show with Kerr Smith. Yeah. Life un- Life Unexpected. Yeah. Is that what it was called? Yeah. Um, Freaks and Geeks. She was on an episode of Freaks and Geeks she was on a couple of episodes of undeclared um buffy and uh, buffy the vampire slayer then she was in american horror stories she played a younger version of Frances oh, yeah. conroy yeah yeah, yeah. um she was in the walking dead she's been in this is us and she's currently i think starring on virgin river um which i think is on netflix cool. um and i think it is about a girl who moves to utah it's sort of northern exposure but like in mm. utah um, anyway she also um i re-
1: i looked her up too cuz i was mm. like is she in the show unexpected her uncle is michael weatherby i think his name is weatherly and he starred in dark angel which was oh. one of my quarantine shows i watched mm-hmm. that starring a young jessica alba yeah. James Cameron takes, it's a James Cameron show and it mm. takes place in the year 2020 oh. dystopian 2020
0: oh imagine a dystopian
1: 2020 mm. what would that be like 10 out of 10 would recommend you watch that right now <laughs>
0: <laughs> can it where can people did you have to
1: I had to like get it from an illegal site um. <laughs> yeah yeah but, sure, uh, i was gonna say couldn't they buy it? I'm sure on you iTunes? can buy it on iTunes or I'm sure you can uh, buy it I don't use Amazon, so I think you can buy everything on amazon but yeah uh but i I don't even have an amazon account so no. <laughs> um, yeah
0: <laughs> no no, no, it's good so kate or Andy tells Kate like we're meeting friends, we're going to the senior party, and then Kate turns around and calls Jack. <laughs> jackers jackers (laughs) um just great work on whoever i mean tom Kapanos, did he make up this nickname or who is responsible they have my devotion for life (laughs) uh jackers is jack's nickname and it's incredible but isn't
1: jack already a nickname
0: i think it can be i have a cousin named jack whose name is actually jack um it can be a nickname but it doesn't have to be so Kate asked Jackers why she's why he's so quiet she's like you know I haven't seen you in a year did you miss me and Jack's like oh yeah of course and Kate's like well who's that special someone in your life Jack (laughs) and he's like it's funny that you asked that and And then she just bursts out in tears burst into tears (laughs) and
1: he's like fuck what happened
0: (laughs) and they're both like oh my god what Uh happened uh, and she's I, like, "When my boyfriend broke up with me, that's how like he started. Like I asked him what was wrong, and he said funny you should ask.' And then he told me he was gay." And Jack's like, "Oh and, shit!" And even Andy's like, "Oh shit!" And like, they have like, eye contact in the rearview rear yeah, mirror, like, like "Oh, oh shit, we gotta." And you're kind of
1: like, "Wait, Andy didn't ask." her why they like broke up. why they broke up yeah,
0: <laughs> apparently not
1: This red i don't really understand but no okay.
0: <laughs> no um so then we go to the golf course where pacey is pretending that he's at the masters and he's also says that his fake girlfriend in this scenario that he's making up in his head oh, is yeah, heather graham. graham i which yeah. i always love like knowing like who who did we it think was, was hot like hot <laughs> Heather Graham's still hot. I mean, Heather Graham has always been hot. Yeah, yeah. Um, but she's like the star for so many people. Cause like, you see her tits and uh, Boogie, Boogie Nights. Nights. I watched Boogie Nights with my parents and it is something me that too. I will never it, get over. Me too. It's just <laughs> like, why would they do that end to you? It's a real trauma. Oh, I like w- when he pulls his dick out at the end, I like went to the bathroom and was like, <laughs> I guess I'm never leaving. <laughs> I can't possibly. <laughs> handle being in the same room as my parents (laughs)
1: i'm sure they couldn't handle it i think everyone was oh i think
0: my father thought it was hilarious i'm sure (laughs) that i was so uncomfortable um anyway so andy's like um andy comes up and she's like hey guys and like introduces kate yeah and then kate's like Oh great! Any friend of Jacker's are friends of mine, and Casey. <laughs> is us. He's like Jackers. Oh my god. Oh Jackers. Jackers. Oh, okay. <laughs> so put a pin in that. That's coming back. Um, and Jack's like, yeah, like Kate and I go way back. And Kate says, yeah, Jack was my first boyfriend. And Casey just goes, oh, way Ooh. back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy oh boy um and so then you know, kate then like
1: kate just like i kate's so wild kate i just a real love a little like backstory of like her and andy uh, i, I, I kind
0: just, of like I, wish kate came back more often me she did. doesn't she's come back so i mean this is wild. the only one yeah
1: she just comes out of the gates and i really love her for this she's like i just want to let you know i'm <laughs> in a bad spot right now <laughs> yeah, and, yeah like my boyfriend a little bit vulnerable my boyfriend just dumped me told, he told me he was gay yeah and <laughs> casey and dawson are like okay
0: pause we need a chat and basically like takes yeah, yeah, dawson yeah. away and he's like did you hear that and dawson's like yeah i mean i feel so bad for her like down two- like two gay, gay boyfriends right Fuck. and i my thing was like first of all dawson any high school girl should be so lucky to date two gay <laughs> men in high school and well, i think being sensitive that would be really traumatic it would be but there's a part of me like as someone who like has when you would
1: look back later you would feel like it, it's not like but
0: but yeah at traumatic. the time I get it I get it I get it yeah. I agree but then Pacey's like no no <laughs> she needs to get over her boyfriend <laughs> and <laughs> she's looking to hook up and you should go for this yeah
1: so again we're seeing this role that Pacey plays to Dawson which is the like, egg I'm the sex on. guy and I want to egg you on to be the sex yeah. guy because this is the person you
0: think I am. So in order to be friends with you, I have to be this guy. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a really good assessment of it because it seems like it comes out of nowhere every time Pacey does it. It doesn't seem like that's the, really the guy he is. And
1: it also, like, that's not the guy Dawson is either. Right, right. Like, as much as I don't think Dawson is quite the good guy he thinks he is, he definitely isn't going to fuck a rando. Like no. I've said that throughout. Like, what yeah, is, like it doesn't make any sense. Like not for like his first time. Like he's not going to like, I don't
0: know. Right. So Pacey's like, look, that da- Dawson's like, I'm not, I wasn't looking at it from that angle. And Pacey's like, well, that's why I'm here. Little buddy. He like has this yeah. thing now. He calls him little buddy. And just then Miss Joey arrives. Okay. And, p- and she's wearing the most
1: wild bucket hat that joey has worn to date it is is it the ugliest one i think so I and think i was it like she, all of them are ugly but <laughs> this one is by far yeah the ugliest thing i've seen on a person's head it's like
0: tan with like a, this very floppy brim it's too floppy first of all it looks like a
1: summer hat I agree not a winter Agreed. hat, and you're like is this warm I don't, is it fleece line is there a Sherpa lining in there why are you wearing this and I'm like is this Katie Holmes choice I don't th- I
0: <laughs> why are they putting her in know. these hideous ass hats they really like
1: uh, like that's her look like Jen has bad hair and like uh, Joey has her bad hats, hats. yeah uh, yeah
0: it, uh, yep (laughs) so it was shocking i was like oh wow okay (laughs) i think that's uh, an appropriate response (laughs) but Bazy's like oh this isn't miss josephine buzzkill is it i thought you were boycotting this fun yeah and joey's like i just came to make sure that i don't lose dawson to the dark side um so gross yeah because Dawson's like, look, I appreciate your concern, but like, I am quite capable of taking care of myself. Yeah. And like, I, my thing was like, yeah, Dawson, draw those boundaries. Like, I'm into that. I think, like, I will say that, like, I do think Joey is wildly out of line the vast majority of this episode. I completely agree. And Joey and like that's what Dawson has said he wants to spend this year doing is like building better boundaries within their friendship. mm -hmm. And so he's trying to build them. Yeah. And Joey like tells him like if Pacey's going to be the devil on your shoulder, the least I can do is be the angel on the other. And like it's like a wild display
1: and even, like, the myth- McFees are nervous about this. Yeah, they're, they're like, like oh, Ooh. like, this is not the party we thought we were going to bring our wild friend Kate
0: to. <laughs> our friend Kate. Poor Kate. And Paisley's like, well, fine, but you're not going to ruin this night for us. And, like. Yeah. Um, And so then we, like, leave the party and we go back to Jen's where Henry picks her up. And he looks like a vampire. He's peaked. Yeah. And Jen says as much. She's like, she comes to the door and is like, woo you feel okay? Like you yeah, look peaking
1: happening here. And he, he's like, Oh, you look amazing. Yeah. And she's like, we're wearing the same color. Black. Black. <laughs> so goth. Yeah. And he hands her a rose and she's like, Oh my gosh, thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. And like, and then it cuts her <laughs> yeah and then the stem they're the what the fuck the where did he thorn? get this rose he just cut it off he got it from constance <laughs> yard
0: or something Probably. like if you buy
1: a rose they cut that they shit cut off. that sh-
0: they cut the thorns off so whatever the thorn cuts her and she's like you know oh man like and henry's like oh my god that's so bad and she's like eh just a flesh it one just, like she's like super chill about it and i was like man, it just doesn't matter
1: yes it doesn't. of course
0: yeah and he's like he's like oh my god like i just want this night to be perfect and like blah 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 and then they kind of like walk off it's a very short scene but then we go back to the golf course where our gang is now driving golf carts. I know. No, no idea happen? where they got them. No yeah. idea where they got them. Um, and Joey tells Joey and Pacey are in a golf cart together. Yeah, and,
1: and Joey's like, I saw what you did with Dawson, just like putting him in a golf cart with Kate. Like yeah, she you know? tells him
0: he's as subtle as an Oliver Stone film, which is <laughs> kind of funny. Um, and Pacey's like, What? Are you jealous? Like, yeah, I feel like are you you know yeah and
1: like they start to argue over about dawson and mm-hmm. it's fucking disgusting
0: yeah because joey's like look dawson's lost and like pc's like yeah he needs to get life experience
1: yeah and she's like why do you think life experience equals parties and sex and here, are like joey because he was sexually assaulted <laughs> repeatedly he was physically assaulted by his dad right at least one time and we only assume that that was a thorough experience throughout his childhood you know
0: but also like i mean yes to all of that but like also just on like a totally different note sometimes wild parties and random hookups are life experience
1: well it absolutely (laughs) is like i mean i just like it's just like i mean i definitely like i i see what she's saying where it's like aren't there other experiences and there are but Joey, which ones are you suggesting like which new experiences are you suggesting dawson gets like Dawson says he wants new experiences and as a friend you're like no that's what Joey's (laughs) saying I I agree yeah he's over here being like he wants new experiences so let's go to this fucking ranger let's do this Mm -hmm. like let's do that like because that's what he thinks life experience those are the ones available to him right and it's like it's like how is Joey being a good friend
0: here no I agree with you I think you're totally right I mean I think that like you know, okay, what I mean, my thing is like, okay, brainstorm, Joe, like, what new experience yeah. could Dawson possibly have in this small town? And I mean, it's like, I get it. Yeah, there are you, some for sure. But sure. you have to think of them. <laughs> and it's like, once you leave and go to college, the life experience, quote, unquote, is going to be different. And it's going to be Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're going to have more of it. Sure. Um, And once you like get to a place where you get to actually travel and like, do that kind of stuff like yeah 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 it's sure you're gonna have different life experiences but right now when you're stuck here in this hometown i don't know a rager and like maybe making out with a rando is like that's the experience i mean it's certainly something dawson has never done before sure
1: so it that, so? therefore, the definition of it is a new experience.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we cut over to Jack and Andy on their golf cart. And mm-hmm. Jack's like, well, I can't fucking tell her now. I know. He's just
1: like <laughs> freaking out. He's like, oh, my
0: God. He's like, I'm going to give her a complex. Like, I'm going to yeah. end up hurting her all, all over again. And Andy, I mean, to her credit, is like, get over yourself, Jack. Like, just I know. Whatever. Like, come
1: on. You know, just like, whatever. Like, you know, she's just like trying to be positive and encouraging. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and so so then we go to Dawson and Kate. <laughs>
1: Kate is just like <laughs> Kate's a mess, man. She's she's so wild. I love I love I these really wild like her. women that they put on the show I know, a lot. I know they always do these men that are super toxic and these women that are just so <laughs> wild. wild. <laughs> and I prefer the wild
0: women. I'm just gonna yeah, say it. Wild women do, and they don't regret it. Um. Yeah. So- and
1: Kate's just like, hey, Dawson, do you think I'm a freak?
0: <laughs> and She's like, is there something like hideously wrong with me? And Dawson's like, no. And she's like, like I just, I've known you for seven minutes. so <laughs> Exactly. And, and Dawson's like, or she tells Dawson, like, the guy who just broke up, I just broke up with, used to tell me I was an acquired taste. And I was like, well, was he like, sounds like a dick. Oh, that guy sucks. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, is that a way of telling me I'm like a filthy eyesore? And Dawson says this thing. He says, like, no, you're not. Like, you're beautiful in the way that beautiful used to actually mean something. (laughs) And And I
1: know that this is supposed to be like, Dawson is so
0: old timey and (laughs)
1: sweet, but you're
0: like, what the fuck does that mean? I know. Like, I feel like, I feel like Aaron in the 90s and perhaps even earlier, like in the 80s and stuff there was like this idea that like the women of the like 50s and like this and the 40s like the the sort of like old school sort of hollywood idea of women that that was like that was the real beauty and like look at what we've done to ourselves right um, and like
1: the, the heroine cheek is gross but right. the like voluptuous marilyn monroe yes. is like the the true i or um yeah the
0: true idea of beauty beauty exactly like, like we've like look Kate Moss like as much as she's on all the you know magazines or she's in the Calvin Klein ads or whatever the fuck she was doing like she's sure sure she's hot but like is she really beautiful and I feel like there was this kind of like discussion about that and like <sighs> I-, I mean I fucking hate that but like I do think that that's that's kind of what it was in reference to um, I mean
1: definitely and I think that that was a very common thing of of that era mm-hmm. you know and you're like cool we're just talking about all these different white women <laughs> yeah in mm-hmm. reference to what's beautiful yeah um, still a problem by the way <laughs> um, so uh, so just, Kate's they, oh sorry sorry I was just gonna say
0: Kate's like charmed by what Dawson says yeah. she's, like, she's super she- charmed by it
1: yeah she's already admitted she's vulnerable so someone just saying she's
0: beautiful even if it doesn't make sense
1: with what he's saying yeah. she's like oh my god this is awesome and of course anyone would feel that way you're like okay cool this Someone guy tells you
0: you're beautiful it does not feel bad
1: yeah most you know. of the time um so they arrive at this huge rager bonfire rager <laughs> it's, a bonfire. Like, it's a bonfire yeah you, you could have smelled that it's a cold night I and mean, yeah. you could have smelled that smoke sure Sh- yards, just yards. Sh-
0: just unbelievable that this party has not been broken up already or that they thought that this was how to
1: have a party and not have it be broken up uh-huh, that too <laughs> but, okay
0: so our, so our gang gets out of their golf carts and just joey there. joey looks and says scream three is playing at the rialto we can yeah. still catch it <laughs> And if you'll remember, this is the week that screen screen came out. Finally, (laughs) Dawson's Creek got a date right.
1: (laughs) And so um, Jack's like, I wonder how Matt Caulfield is going to respond to people crashing his party. Yeah. And you're like, it's... Outside, right. I don't know how he's going to control you from just walking into this party. Why is Absolutely. there even a password? Like, I don't think people understand how this is work. This
0: works. I, I agree with you. I agree <laughs> okay. with you. So, and Andy's like, Well, maybe we should have considered this question before we got here because she's like, Very much like, Okay. Uh, yeah, fair yeah, point. Yeah. I don't, know about, point. I don't, I don't know, know about this. Yeah.
1: Kind of wild.
0: And so Matt Caulfield
1: walks up to mm. them and like, What are y'all doing here? I didn't invite you. Mm-hmm. And you're like, Well, they can't be the only ones who just showed up but okay and he's like what do you know the password (laughs) and dawson says and dawson so he's saying like i want to go to this
0: party right because he says i know kung fu yeah and then matt's like but there's an entrance fee and
1: And casey's like yeah yeah five bucks right and those are the parties (laughs) i went
0: to oh same oh same oh same five bucks and you got a cup yeah 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 Mm -hmm um and matt then picks up a tray of jello shots and (laughs) says they have to take one before going in and i'm just like okay like this seems not the greatest plan to take to these random jello shots who knows what's in them exactly but also a hundred percent I was a teenager i would have done this (laughs) completely agree
1: yeah like okay so the shot is the the fee to get in is taking a shot which i was already planning on doing when i was in there fuck yeah yeah, okay
0: okay so
1: he has this tray of little yellow shots <sighs> mm. and I'm like, LOL. And he passes them to, you know, Pacey takes one and Pacey and, takes
0: um, one and says, thank you, Mr. Cosby, he, which plays a little different in 2020. I completely agree. <laughs>
1: <laughs> There's another one that plays really bad. too, yeah. Mm. Um, And uh, yeah. And then, um, you Kate know, Kate takes, takes, takes one and then they pass it to Andy. And this is the thing I, and Kate, Joey is a no fun person and mm. Andy is always down, but has her boundaries. And I think and, that's why I like her. Like I can relate to her a little bit better because yeah. Andy's like, Ooh, I'm driving. I'm like, the designated no, driver. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. And Matt Caulfield just is like, okay. And like moves on. <laughs> right. Like, and it, then so Joey, I feel like it's a better way. Like to get what she wants. Right. <laughs> I don't know. It's super interesting to me because being like, straight up.
0: Right, because like, because sh- he he kind of puts the tray between Andy and Joey and says, "Betty, Veronica, like one yeah. of them's a Betty and one of one's Veronica." Andy's like, "No, I'm the DD," and like Joey's like, "You know, oh," and she gets real he, snarky gets with him,
1: snarky and like and like kind of mean,
0: mean to him. Yeah, and and like I get it. This guy seems like a real douche nozzle, and so no, no, like
1: I, like we've already said like me I'd be like nah, nah, I don't I, unless I pour it myself I don't trust that you right. know and especially from a creep like you that right. has this reputation like whether it's true or not is a reputation that like I believe women so <laughs> so there we <laughs> if are. one woman said you suck then that's it you yeah,
0: know yeah yeah and she's like I'm sure you're dying to hold my hair back while I puke up whatever that is but like I'm gonna pass and she and Matt share this like nasty look which I I do think we'll come back. Yeah. Um, and then Dawson grabs one. And then Joey's like, what? Like, you're actually going to do this, Dawson? It's so fucked up. <laughs> it's weird. Like, it's weird how much she is trying to control this experience for him. I know. Yeah. And Pacey jumps in then and tells her like, Dawson can make his own decisions. And they start, I mean, the fact that they've spent basically this whole episode fighting over Dawson Is like quite something um because joey's like you know dawson this isn't you and and pc's like you are like bordering on pathological with this fucking concern which is kind of true
1: i know it's super (laughs) bizarre what she's doing
0: it is super bizarre what she's doing but also the fact that pacey is so defensive over it is also kind of super bizarre like it's like they're both being weird
1: yeah like they're all just being wild and it's like (laughs) fucked up to Dawson like you know and like you kind of get this sympathy for him where you're like god like that would be so horrible to like always have people holding you back like you know from you know having this reputation holding you back much similar to all the characters you know and then like have your friends trying to uphold this like identity that they perceive you to have like again you know it's like a very similar experience to all the characters yeah you're kind of like getting this idea of like that similar you know vibe that dawson has
0: yeah because like there's a part of me that actually gives like dawson a lot of leniency if the the truth of their friendship is that their whole time joey and pacey have been fighting over him which like literally like right now and maybe like one or two moments in the past like is the only time we've ever gotten this like it doesn't really happen that much right until this moment but like if that was the case like i would feel a lot differently about dawson yeah and about how he deals with both pacey and joey and and right here he does step yeah, in and I he's like
1: it's hard to say because like for for most of the history of this friend these friendships joey was the best friend right and now joey's position is uneven is mm. uneasy rather and so that's why she's acting like this because she is insecure in her position
0: right totally and Dawson finally like steps in and is like don't argue over me and takes the shot and joey looks super dark and broody about it and like kind of walks away her
1: face is like she's so fucking mad yeah literally like storms off yeah andy Andy follows her Mm. it's like and they all kind of split up then i just don't get it like i don't understand why she's so upset about this to be honest
0: nor do i i mean like it seems like she's got aj like she's off doing that i mean there's a part of me that thinks that like her thing has always been and maybe like their whole friendship has been that like pacey is like a bad influence on dawson and thus she needs to whatever like look out for him or something but like i don't know well i think it's like she feels like because he's I lost. don't think that that's true
1: that I don't Pace think it's true. Has always been a bad influence so I don't think that that would I don't see that personally um so that's why it feels so out of character for Joey to be so like you know and it's hard I don't know if it's because she feels uneasy that she's not the best friend and she's mm. seeing Pacey potentially be the best friend mm. and that's what they're competing over is their position in in Dawson's life and yeah. again like we keep saying best friends a fucking tear
0: yeah (laughs) you both can be best
1: friends you know
0: (laughs) exactly so we go back we go over then to the restaurant where Jen and Henry are eating and she's like you know I had my doubts but like this has turned out really nicely and she's kind of like you know we're at a fun place to eat like and we're getting to do what I wanted to do on Valentine's Day which is like get to know each other yeah and Henry looks
1: Awful. And henley starts to nod off like he maybe took some fentanyl or something yeah, yeah, like yeah it, like it would be very scary in this day and age to see what it looks like yeah and uh, um she's like are you okay and he's like i was just resting my
0: eyes for a minute and she's like fuck you yeah like, she's like, talking. You- <laughs> like okay she's like oh well feel free to put your head down and take a nap if you want and he's like oh okay and then just fucking passes
1: fuck out like to the ground passes often. out and hits the floor yeah oh my god what if that happened I and mean, you're on a first date no
0: i would freak the fuck out be so scary that would be really scary um but that's where we leave them <laughs> so while we go back to joey and andy who are in a golf court for no who knows what reason yeah and joey's like joey is like on one she's like how does pacey always manage to get us into these situations like what the fuck? And Andy's like, eh, it's his cocky charm.
1: Yeah, like Andy just sees Pacey differently. Yeah, you know? um, yeah. And she's like, like that's just his vibe. Yeah, he wants, like, t- like she sees how it- how Pacey brought out this side in Andy where she could be a little bit more carefree, yeah. which was helpful to her control her control issues. Sure, you know? sure. Because she's she- like. Because Andy was totally confident saying, like, I don't want to drink that jello shot, but I still can be at this party and yeah, have fun
0: exactly. because, like Joey's like, I mean, you know, this village idiot routine he's got going on, like it's not charming. And I'm like, girl, are you sure it's not charming because yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Also,
1: I don't see it as a village idiot routine. So I don't know it's I know, like a I' real thing you. to say. And Andy's like, "I don't know, he's just got kind of like this big dopey dog." <laughs> Which yeah. I was like, "Whoa, that's like the equivalent of like you're an acquired taste, Andy." <laughs> <laughs> and
0: Joey's like, Joey's like, "Why is he so irritating?" Like he, and then she's like, "You know, you're right. He's is this big dopey dog. He runs through the house destroying everything in his path and then he looks at you like, "What did you expect? I'm just a dog." Yeah. And Andy chuckles and then says to Joey, <laughs> she's like you sound
1: like me right before i started dating him
0: uh-huh huh huh and then they get pulled over by doug <laughs> in this like. golf cart okay oh, pull them
1: over for what just like i guess whatever whatever right. okay So this i mean is... he just
0: like is at the golf course now and is starting to round people up right um so we go back to the party which is still raging um yeah and we see Kate pouring like liquor and Dawson comes up and he's like hey like you want to go on a walk and yeah. Kate's like okay like sure another episode where a walk takes place <laughs> mm. and so like she's like well, yeah you sure. forgot
1: the part where she's like repeats after him she's so wild oh yeah
0: <laughs> she does I did forget that part <laughs> <laughs> she's
1: just like he's like hey what are you doing she's like what are you doing and he's like why are you repeating after me why are you repeating after me (laughs) (laughs) she's like that's kind
0: of annoying huh and you're like yeah yeah girl
1: what are you doing you are an acquired taste and i love it (laughs) i love it
0: here for your acquired tasteness i mean she's like down to go on a walk with him she's like
1: yeah like okay i'll go on a walk
0: with you like whatever um, so we go back to the restaurant where Henry is being loaded onto a stretcher and, <laughs> and wheeled into like an ambulance because yeah, Jen's like I can't believe you sold your blood like what are you thinking yeah and Henry's like I wanted to make sure I made tonight unforgettable and I'm like mission accomplished yeah hey, <laughs> she, <laughs> no one's ever going to forget this
1: says the same thing yeah and um he's like and, and I bought you this I bought you a ring and
0: Jen's just like what is oh, happening oh my god okay Henry take it down several notches yeah And she's like, this is orange. I know. She's
1: like, oh, an orange ring. Okay, cool. And he's like, it's Hungarian red or whatever. And Uh. and she's like, okay. And she goes to put it on and it, and it doesn't fit. She puts it
0: on her left ring finger. Right. Uh, That's not the finger I would put it on, but continue. Sorry. And, uh, And he like starts
1: spinning because it wasn't perfect. He
0: freaks out. He's like, I ruined it. I ruined everything. And then Jen's like, no, no, no. Like, please, it's fine. Like, don't worry about it.
1: Yeah, like she's trying to please him, but she's like simultaneously weirded out.
0: Which, like, I get. I get the weirded out part. Like, I really hate this dynamic, actually, that, like... Yeah, because she wants someone to like her. Like, mm. she wanted
1: someone to accept her past and be okay with that. She wants someone to like her, not the idea of her. That is the same thing that happened with Dawson. And Mm -hmm. she was like, I don't want this. Like, you're in love with the idea of me, and I need to... I'm fucking miserable and alone, and I want to find myself. And, like, this is, like, the same thing happening where it's like, wait a minute, like... You just like have this idea of me in your head right. and like i actually i don't like that
0: and and right and like because Jen, her
1: goal was to get to know him she's like i literally know
0: nothing about you right i want to get to know you and jen's like no no no. this is perfect like it's all perfect it's amazing and like as henry is like getting loaded into the back of an ambulance i'm like i don't know perfect is not like the word i would describe but whatever
1: that's yeah, super
0: wild yeah so we we go back to Kate and Dawson and like Kate's kind of like I've got this all figured out like you're the caretaker you're You're the the resident
1: nice guy Mm -hmm. who takes the wild girl off everyone's hands so they can all go have fun Uh uh-huh
0: and she's like you know don't worry about me like I don't want to be a burden like and and Dawson's kind of like why do you assume I'm a nice guy And he's like (laughs)
1: how do you know I'm not going to take advantage of your situation and Kate's like I mean it's First of all, you don't understand the female experience at all. Yeah. So it's obvious because someone who would take advantage of my situation wouldn't use the phrase take advantage of my situation. (laughs) (laughs) Like it's clear, like, you know, and like it's kind of like, again, like this idea that like i complain like dawson doesn't understand the female experience mm. like there is a vibe you you know yeah 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 assessing we the have situation to learn to, we have to like, learn to like read that. vibes yeah like of course she it's already not said like perfect yeah a, a friend of jack is a Gers a is a friend of mine Jackers. so she's like all right i already know the vibe of of these people they're mm-hmm. like jack want to be like friends like this with someone who's an asshole but she looked at the situation was like well pacey's is, like a party dude I know what his vibe is Mm -hmm. and like Dawson I can see his vibe right. that's
0: it (laughs) and Dawson's like then like decides to just have this discussion with the the quote unquote universe and is like is it so much to ask to like for the universe to like 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 fuck with my desire to have a good time like I wanna I just like all everything is like against me I just wanna have a good time right now and Kate just becomes the queen of my heart and looks at him and is like, quit whining.
1: Yeah. And he is like, dismisses her, which I was like, whoa, Dawson, okay. This well, she's like-, like, quit
0: whining. There are people dying in the Balkans, which is yeah. like a, a peak.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Seriously, um, I, I think just-
0: I definitely said that to someone at some point in my life.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and at this moment in Chechnya. So. <laughs> yeah, that too. Uh, yeah, so he just misses her mm. and you're kind of like, I know you're trying to not be this good guy, but this kind of bad guy is mm-hmm. like, a, you already are. And b like, don't lean into that.
0: Yeah. Cause he's there like, you, you know, be quiet. It's between me and the fates. And like, then Kate is like, maybe if you fucking acted instead of hemming and hawing about all this, yeah, like you'd and, like, see some fucking results. Over
1: everything in your head, mm. then like you would actually get what you're looking for. Because she's and like, it's so on the nose for someone who's known him for like
0: <laughs> seven minutes, eighteen minutes. <laughs> yeah, like you know, exactly. it's like it's
1: very obvious what's happening. Like if yeah. you wanted to have this like thing where you came and took me to make out, you would have just done that,
0: right? Because she said you're
1: like over here being like oh let me take you for a walk let me choreograph this like mm-hmm. romantic evening mm-hmm. you know and not act like a woman has her own agency over her life
0: right and she's like you know if you want to kiss me fucking kiss me yeah and like you know <laughs> per- and she's like particularly after you told me I was beautiful in a way that beautiful used to mean something yeah. you know like <laughs> hello like what the fuck do you you think I don't know what you're about right here yeah, and and Dawson's like, oh, it's that simple, is it? And she's like, yeah, it kind <laughs> of is, kind of Dawson. is, <laughs> yeah. And he g- starts to go in for a kiss, and then Kate's like, <gasps> hold that thought, hold that thought, and turns and, around and just pukes. Pukes. It's so fucking funny. <laughs> Amazing. Dawson then, doesn't hold her hair back though. I, <laughs> I will note. I I fucking clocked it. <laughs> And then Doug and then, shows up <laughs>
1: and like shines a flashlight in their face. Yeah. You know? mm.
0: And so then we go
1: over and Jen's getting home to Grams' house. Mm. And she tells Grams about this date from hell.
0: <laughs> She's like, so 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 Grams is like, Oh, you're home early. And Jen's like, Oh yeah, oh this was a date from hell, like holy shit. Yeah. And instead of asking literally Hi. one question about this date, Grams is like, Oh, just something for you and Henry to laugh about on your second date she's totally gaslighting her it's so weird to me because i'm like look if someone came back to me and was like it's the date from hell i would be like tell me girl tell me everything i'm pouring the wine i'm pouring the wine tell me everything totally like do i need to beat people up like what do we mean about bad date
1: yeah yeah i know (laughs) exactly like what you're not crying and you don't look like visibly (laughs) assaulted.
0: what is it what what are we
1: something didn't happen but like what do you mean okay exactly hear about it yeah you know? exactly
0: let's get into this and Jen's like Graham's like cool no second date.
1: absolutely not and she was like Graham's is kind of like it was or pretends like it was
0: sweet but it was immature hmm right because like you know and then and so like she, cause she's like you know it was sort of elementary school like like you know he's um. Well, Graham's like, you know, you have to get over these preconceptions of like, what's a date supposed to be like, even if it was bad, it's just another moment. And like, Jen's like, listen, here's like, what happened. Like, yeah. And then starts <laughs> to tell her, like, Henry's in the hospital because he oversold his blood to buy me a Hungarian red ring, which does not fit. Yeah. And Graham's is like, charmed by that. And my thing was kind of like, huh? Like, I mean, I
1: guess that shows, like, why, you know, Henry thinks this this would be, like, the best date to give Jen because his best friend is, like, an octogenarian.
0: (laughs) Constance. (laughs) Uh, So anyway, so Jen's, like, you know, why go through all this trouble to buy me dinner and jewelry if, like, that's not who you are? And then Grams does say something wise, which is, like, maybe he thinks that that's who you want him to be. And, like, so there's a part of me that really gets that. And then there's a part of me that's, like... You know, but Jen has actually done nothing to indicate to Henry that like she wants any of this in fact if anything she has indicated to henry that she wants the opposite of this that she like wants to get to know him that she just wants him to be himself because yeah. like she'd like
1: to get to know him i definitely him. think in the last episode she flat out was like stop pulling these grand gestures like i want to get to know you better exactly
0: that's I what will i will mean. say like
1: she has been super confusing about what her interest in him mm-hmm. and it's generally related to his his immaturity and his lack of experience and so he's uh
0: misunderstanding like how to show maturity yeah i mean i think that's i think that's a fair assessment but like henry also just can't seem to hear her when she's like right i don't Uh, (laughs) this is not what i want
1: yeah um it's very wild and it's Hard to see Grams encourage yeah. Jen to not listen to her um boundaries and her intuition. Herself. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And it's like again, like, you know, we've said this before where there are these moments on the show where like adults f- fucking insert themselves into these teenagers' relationships. And I think Grams is definitely guilty of it here. I mean, it's by no means the worst we're gonna see of this, but mm-hmm. like, you know, just like what the fuck is writing on grams? <laughs> right. I mean, I
1: think it's hard because I think parents are there to offer their experience sure. and to share that with their kids, sure. you know, and it, we talked about this in the last episode. One of the problems I have just broadly is that, like, I think older generations tend to be disrespectful of the experience of a younger generation mm. and therefore like cannot offer like act- their experiences are tend to be a little bit unhelpful mm-hmm. in terms of giving advice you know, Mm -hmm. because they're, they're not, um, understanding the experience of what it's like currently, you know, and it's, it's difficult. It's very hard. Yeah. And I I think, but, and and I think there's also ways, sorry, problems is just like, Jen has already admitted, like I've had a, you know, at the end of season two, my, I've had a lot more experience than most girls my age. And I've had a lot of trauma and it's really fucked up. And Mm -hmm. I want you to see me as that. And grams is working on that. And then Jen sitting here being like, I don't, He's being wild to me, and it's I don't like it. Mm-hmm. And Graham's is like, "Isn't it romantic? Oh my god, I love Valentine's Day! Right. Like, oh, he bought you a ring. I love that. <laughs> like, because that's what Graham's would have wanted in her experience as, as as someone at Jen's age."
0: Right, and I think I mean that's kind of my point is like I think that there's a way in which we forget, we remember like like if you if I was going to discuss with you like. Uh, whatever romance at age 15 or 16 that I had like I could remember like oh I remember feeling this way I remember feeling like oh my god like I'm consumed by this person or whatever it was you know but it's like but you kind of remember it as like a nostalgia thing or like a like a it's not like the way you felt like like you and I talk a lot about college and about how everyone's like oh my god college such a great time like so great which it is but then also it's like but it's also kind of nightmarish like your emotions are everywhere you're like having huge life experiences first like first real heartbreaks first like you know long-term sexual relationships first like there's all sorts of firsts that are happening in college where you're like all of that shit you could not fucking pay me to go back and experience again And I think like that's part of it, right? I think as adults, we kind of lose all the like bad parts Mm -hmm. or not all the bad parts, but like we think of something as a good experience or a bad experience and forget the nuance of the experience. And so something like this, we are like, oh, my God, like how funny it was such a like I could see talking about this date when you're in your twenties being like, oh my god, this funny thing happened, like this guy, can you believe yeah. this is fucking guy like donated blood and then he passed yeah, out yeah. during the date? Like, haha, how funny. Like he's fine, obviously. But like at the time going through it, you're like both like, okay, maybe that's kind of sweet. And also like, what the fuck? Right. You know, like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with this? Um, so we could go from there to the party where the rager is still going. Mm -hmm. And finally Doug gets to the like meat and potatoes of the party where people start to break up as soon as he comes in. And then they all leave and Pacey is hanging upside down with a beer bong in his hand. And he's he's like, like, where's
1: everyone going? What's happening? Did I do it
0: wrong? And Doug like pulls up on him and is like.
1: (laughs) It's wild. And like even more wild than that, they all end up in the drunk tank. Yeah,
0: I know. (laughs) this is like unbelievable I, to me i don't know there's a part of me that's like i could see this i could see them being like we're gonna take everyone in the drunk tank like we're gonna we're gonna like
1: uh, what send do you a mean this, this was a rager how would they they would have to get vans how, do, how, they how did transport how did they just people? dug
0: no that's a good, question. That's
1: a good <laughs> like, question but they they have nothing to do on a friday night in cape side other than like raid a, a country club with vans <laughs> to put everyone in the drunk tank Like, that is just fucking unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. And, like, again, yes, I am a white woman with, like, the most amount of privilege. Like, I know that. Like, I've been to hella parties where the cops busted it. They didn't fucking arrest anyone. Yeah. You know? We used to get the cops called on
0: us at our apartment a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Like,
1: the thing is, like, As much as I'm like defund the police, I fundamentally think that like we still know that there is a world where the police will exist. And I think that this is what should happen. Right. They come and say, you need to stop this party and stop it. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. Nothing should happen. That's it. Other than that. The end.
0: (laughs) So that is not what happens here. We cut straight to the jail where a bunch of people are in one cell. (laughs) Yeah. And then our crew is in another one. A cell alone. (laughs) Yeah and kate is like do He's you like guys? damn you all party
1: like this every weekend fuck yeah i'm gonna cruise down here more often
0: <laughs> kate's like ready she is
1: love with st- the wild women of Dawson's Creek.
0: <laughs> the love wild it. women of dawson's creek yeah, that's yeah. our new book <laughs> um and so kate's like this is the most fun i've had in a long time like holy shit she's like i am so over my ex-boyfriend right now and she sits and down next like, to jack and jack's like, like
1: Great! Now that you say that, I <laughs> need to tell you something. And Andy's like,
0: "Absolutely not." <laughs> and she's like, "We are in an we are enclosed space, locked
1: in a jail cell right
0: now." <laughs> and, Kate's like, "What? And
1: what do you need to like, tell me?" Oh, are you not over me? Mm. And Jack's like, "Nah, it's not that." <laughs> and Kate's like, "Well, wait, oh. wait, wait."
0: Because Jack says not to suggest that you're easy to get over, which I was a line I really loved because he's like, he like really does care for Kate and is like, yeah,
1: no, that's his his concern (sighs) about telling her it's, Mm. it's less so about his identity, although that was scary. It's more about like, ah, fuck, like, I don't want to hurt you. She's so amazing. And I don't want to hurt her because it actually has something to do with her.
0: (laughs) Right. It's like Jack doesn't want to hurt her. He just wants her to know him. And like, that's where we go. Cause she, cause he's like, you know, no, like I'm, I'm not, it's not that I'm not over you. And she kind of then halts and goes, wait a minute.
1: Are you gay? Oh my God. You're gay. Aren't you? And Jack kind of like nods and she's <laughs> like, but we had, um, and Jack's like, yeah. Yeah. And she's like, and you were good. And I'm and like,
0: Andy's right there. Andy looks like she's going to fall into a hole in the ground. She's Andy. like, I do not need to be hearing this shit. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, man, I am too sober. Too sober to hear this. I,
1: which again, he's like, why is she there in the drunk tank? She's sober. Her I know. Joe, we are sober. It doesn't make any sense. And um, and then Kate's like, okay. And she looks dead at Dawson. She's like, are you fucking gay? And she's he's like, are like, you gay too? <laughs> she's like, no like what why would you say that and he's she's like um well every guy I kiss turns out to be gay and Joey's like you kissed
0: her Joey like really
1: (laughs) and at first I was like whoa Joey you already said you're gonna work on your jealousy but then I do like what she's
0: mad about to be honest Mm. because she's like I like I have a whole I have a fight with myself about it because Kate's like well we started to kiss and then I like puked. Yeah. And then Joey just like does lay into Dawson. She's like, what were you thinking? Like, yeah. And-
1: like it's hard because like, I think she did this in the double date episode where she's like, you're taking advantage of Mary Beth and it's super fucked up. Right. You know? right, right, Yeah. And I- so I think that that's where this is coming. Like part of it is coming from that. of like, you can't just take advantage of a drunk girl. Like she admitted she puked, like whatever. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, also like, this girl is sitting there like, yeah, we, we yeah. almost made out. I was into it. Like, you know, Dawson's there. Right. Like, yeah, I was into it. And Dawson even says to her like, it's fucking kiss. Like, so like, I definitely, it's like to Dawson's, what he's saying is like, I hear you, Joey, but that's actually not what happened.
0: Right. Cause, cause she's like, you know, like there is a part of me that agrees with Joey. Like, don't kiss, don't do this to a girl who's like a bit of a mess. Right. Cause Joey's and like you
1: went up to a girl it was pouring a cup of, tequila or whatever, whatever. and she's bring her to a secondary location like this is not a good vibe.
0: when she's like drunk she's on the rebound she's like there's a lot of things going on here that like
1: yeah that are like it's kind of shady idea.
0: to take advantage of like i understand that they are things as as a girl who has been both drunk and on the rebound at the same time yeah you know i'm like i get it that there's something there to take advantage of that like sometimes if you are that girl who's in that you're like i just need something to make out with tonight and like yeah
1: well, that's it's hard to say whether or not that's taken advantage of if that's what you're looking for, the girl is looking for.
0: I, I mean, agree know? with you. agree with you. I think it's really, this is where these, this situation, this particular situation gets a little bit complicated as it's like...
1: I completely agree. And I, I do think that's what I mean is that as a friend to a man, it is unfortunately right. that girl's responsibility to constantly highlight and point out these things. But since the girl in question is right there <laughs> saying like, yeah, no, fine. no, no. It was totally fine. Then you're like, I believe women. She said it's fine. Okay, okay. But I want you to know that this is not a good... Generally is not a good
0: thing to do. Exactly. And I'm like, I'm with you 100% on this whole thing. Like, like it is murky and gray, but it's like, Kate is saying, whatever, fine. Mm-hmm. I, w- I was cool with that until I puked. And Joey's also saying like, yeah, but in... <laughs> let 's not be doing this, shall we? <laughs> you know, yeah, and I think both of those things are correct, you know, yeah,
1: I think the real problem is the way that Joey is like yelling at Dawson,
0: yeah, because joey 's like, this is so out of character for you, and, and then Dawson Dawson's just like, yells
1: back like look i 'm just trying to fucking have fun, like come on, you know,
0: because well, he 's like, you know what is this character that you 've like made in your head that you 've labeled Dawson?" <sighs> And, you know, he's like, you know, uh, you might not be used to it, but like, I get to like, I get to make mistakes. I get to do this. Yeah, I get to, you know, sometimes I get to make a fool of myself. And like, I get to do this. It's my life. And then Pacey (laughs) chimes in. and he's like here we go again kiddies. he like does this like radio announcer voice he's yeah. like for the time this hour and he's like you know will these two kids ever get back together boy i sure hope so and joey just looks at him and is like stay out of it pacey yeah, like,
1: what is your deal and he just is like, we're fucking sick and tired of seeing y'all's back and forth of like, what is this? Everyone participate in this sketchy ass vibe, mm-hmm. and it's fucking toxic and bullshit, you know? Yeah. And he's like, and I'm not trying to. The thing is,
0: he is mean to them, <laughs> and like and they're like, all being really mean to each other. I don't disagree with you. I think they are all being mean to each other. I think also, if I was around two people who are like this, there might be a chance time that I, I know. was mean. I,
1: Completely agree because these situations are frustrating like when you're friends with a couple that's fo- toxic or you have a, a friend like a, that always is bringing a new girl around and you're like this is so gr- I don't like that like it, you know when you get put in these situations <laughs> yeah. as in a friend group that you just don't like it, it
0: fucking wears on you it does it does and it's like you know paisley's like far be it from me to ever tread on the sanctity of the Dustin and Joey dynamic and like shall i maybe just ring a bell bell? um and she's joe he's like you know i find it fascinating the way you treat dawson like this neutered little versional creature and then dawson turns to and is like what the fuck is your problem (laughs) like
1: yeah i mean i appreciate dawson for finally standing up for joey we don't always see it that much yeah (laughs) So that's good, you know?
0: Yeah, Um, because Pacey's like, I don't have a problem. I'm like just the Greek chorus here to observe and interpret. And Andy kind of gives him a side eye like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. And then Joey's kind of like, dude, what are you doing? You're being mean. Yeah.
1: And Pacey's like, this is our vibe. We snark at each other. We Mm -hmm. banter with Mm -hmm. each other. We like hate each other. Like you're, you know, that's what we've done this whole, our whole history. And Joey's like, that's not how I've seen it. Well, she's like, you know, it's we banter with each other and we make fun of each other, but we never get pointed and
0: mean. Yeah. It's not hurtful. And Pacey's like, and I don't ever remember it being taken so seriously. And then Joey's kind of like, how could I not like, how but can yeah, I it's not He has never been pointed seriously? and mean. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, you know, you're just saying these harsh, nasty things. And like, why did, why do I deserve that? And Pacey kind of retreats a little bit is like you know you didn't do anything wrong like this he calls himself a drunken lout is just frustrated and he's like you know but like do you guys have any idea how exhausting it is to be on your periphery and to witness this dance and he's like you know one week your soulmates and then you're giving each other up from the greater good could you just figure it out please and I think like we as the audience who knows the context of like Pacey yeah. is having these feelings yeah like we get it that like he's like just tell me what to do. Like,
1: yeah, like I would like to know if you really mean that you and Dawson aren't meant to be together mm-hmm, right now. Like, mm-hmm. I want to know where y'all are at for both of them. Does Dawson really mean that he thinks they're better off his friends mm. because he yelled at Pacey for thinking that they were fucking, you right. know, and to Joey, like, do you really think that you you are considering the way you felt about dawson right like in the past tense like is this a past tense situation because Mm -hmm. what i'm looking at is like really hard to see
0: and i and i think that that's right like i think it is really hard to see right i feel like it we do and i mean this whole episode they have been sort of you know joey's been like why you can't behave like this and blah, blah, blah 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 and it has felt very like controlling and very like overbearing on him in a way that i don't think she has any place being absolutely and you know pacey then says like the reverence with what you you two treat this saga of yours like just makes a guy want to puke and then of course he stands up and pukes in the sink (laughs) and like i I remember in 2000 feeling that pacey was really right in so many ways like like i
1: definitely agree like it because as the viewer it's hard to watch this like back and forth mm. and uh, you know julius talked about how she was uh, on team dawson and joey and watching them break up while. right away. <laughs> watching them break up and you know the second season episode six is like what the fuck we went through all of that just to get this kind yeah. of bullshit you and know then they and get then back
0: together and break up right together away. and
1: they break up again and you're like why like i don't this is not the storytelling i want as like a teen viewer and you in, know
0: and in season three i think we were really ready to like not be doing this absolutely yeah like especially we were like, after
1: that like complete out of character moment for joey and the way that it, dawson was like nah, i'm gonna choose like this eve girl that's like a guarantee you know a right, sure thing right. you're kind of like well okay it's done great let's move on from that you Right. Know? right and so to watch joey like when and especially when they fight over the way the, the like they did that you know when she was fighting over nikki mm-hmm. and they were like, screaming at each other mm-hmm. like It's hard as a viewer. You're like, they're just so toxic towards each other.
0: Right. And so Pacey is saying what we've been thinking. mm -hmm. And and I think that like, yeah, I think that that's it, right? Like you uh, you as the viewer, I mean, even me in high school as a, at this point, 16 year old Mm -hmm. was like, okay, so like they need to not be, not be with each other. Like they need to be apart for like a while. Like they need to go date other people like have other experiences like really not be with each other and so like show me this show me this like to borrow a phrase conscious uncoupling um and you know I want to see what that looks like because and and from Pacey's point of view and and it's point of view again even if he didn't have feelings for Joey there's this part of me that's like, even if you are just these people's friends, like this is exhausting. Yeah. This is exhausting to have to witness. And it's exhausting to be like, okay, where are those two at this week? Like, it's just,
1: it's hard. And yeah, I think
0: Pacey's being an
1: asshole, but mm -hmm. again, you're like, uh when I watched this for the first time I was like "Eh," like I kind of agree with what Pacey's saying even though he's being mean (laughs) totally I think they're all being mean so when everyone's being on the same level you're like oh okay and
0: I just think that like it's so clear like this episode is so clear that like Dawson and Joey the only thing they do is hold each other back yeah and like we are hard at Dawson on Dawson but like Joey is just as guilty of holding Dawson back um and particularly in this episode she is like she She is like insufferable in this episode she's kind of monstrous in this episode yeah and like uh, i don't know like i like that like like we said i like that joey kind of stands up for women but like there's a difference between standing up for for someone like kate and then like being controlling about dawson yes and I think that I think that where Joey's coming from, it's like there's a part of me that's like, is she really being conscientious about Kate or is she like mad that Dawson did this?
1: I mean, I don't think she's being conscientious about Kate because Kate was like, that's not what happened. And right. then Joey still like dismisses. Right, her right, right, right. right. So uh, that's why you're kind of like, fuck you, Joey. <laughs> right.
0: No, totally. Totally. Um. So we go to a commercial and come back then into the the jail cell and Doug lets everyone out to Mitch. Okay.
1: (laughs) What? (laughs) So Mitch just cruises up and is like, hey, I'm Mitch Leary. And they're like, yeah, here's
0: five minors. Right. He doesn't even he's never met Kate once in his life. I know. I mean, I want to I I. you are definitely right, <laughs> except like there's a small town element where I'm like, yeah, I could see Doug just being like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Take them all.
1: Yeah, it's so fucking. it's wild. I mean, it's it is wild. Don't... Absolutely unbelievable. Kate, like he doesn't even he's never even met her. He doesn't yeah. even know she's a fucking minor. I know. Like, I what? know. It's disturbing. I know. Okay. So, that is like the m- most unbelievable part of these already incredibly unbelievable turn of events that involved this jail cell. Mm, but okay. Yeah. So yeah, Mitch takes all of them and then Pacey goes to walk out and Doug's like, uh-uh. dad wants to teach you a lesson. Not sure what this fucking lesson is,
0: <laughs> but it's going to require Pacey to be in jail all night. So we go then to Jen, who is going to the hospital to see Henry And he offers some Jell-O. And I'm like, like, a little bit, did Jell-O sponsor this episode? Well, I know.
1: I was like, so what? Everyone gets a Jell-O shot tonight? Like, what's (laughs) happening? You know? (laughs) And Jen comes clean. And she admits that Mm. she's been anxious Mm. for this first date, you Mm -hmm. know? And so I think she's seeing like what Graham said in this moment is like, okay, well, if you want Henry to be who he is around you, you have to do that, too. Like, you have to be honest with how you feel and what mm-hmm. you're looking for and all these things. So mm-hmm. this is what she's attempting. She's like, you know, look, I, I was I was nervous for this date. She's like, to be honest, like, I've never had a date on Valentine's Day. It was usually when the guy I was seeing would take the girl he really liked out. Right. She's like.
0: that is fucking bleak man so Henry's like you know I don't believe that and Jen's like no no it's true and she goes you know I've never had a date on Valentine's Day like so and then she says so my need to fulfill that experience got the better of us and like uh, on the one hand I am like fascinated by Jen's previous life and her experiences and just like constantly being overlooked and used by men but like Henry fucked up every single part of this date well, s-
1: I don't know. Now she's uh, saying that she told Hen. Like, what you're supposed to glean from that is that, like, she told Henry she wanted this re- Valentine's date and she wanted it to be some big deal or something. Because, like, that's not the way it was laid out. But that's kind of what she's saying: is that like, oh, my need for this Valentine's Day date got the better of us. And I, I just wish we had seen what that meant. Like, that- right?
0: Because, because I, I mean, I-, I think that's a fair point you know and she did say to him like at that locker whatever a couple of episodes ago like oh yeah like oh you should get the free dinner from the place you're working at and like because that's such a great restaurant and so like is that what she said like i just want to go to this restaurant like that doesn't mean like please sell your plasma to buy a fucking ring um
1: well the restaurant was already on the table he's the one who indicated it to her so like yeah that's where i'm at so that's the thing is I'm like what it, what is
0: Jen saying she did wrong? But like okay, whatever. Because my thing, because what I what I took from it is like Jen's blaming herself for this thing that she like had nothing to do with. Exactly. That's what it feels like to me. And so like and it's perhaps like she, it's like she thinks
1: like her nonverbal and what maybe she wanted in her head was communicated mm-hmm, to Henry, mm-hmm. which like maybe, but. Uh, okay
0: (laughs) and like uh, yeah it's just like it doesn't seem like that's what Jen was asking for every single thing that we've heard Jen ask for has been like I want to get to know you I don't don't want grand gestures gestures." yeah like all of that stuff
1: yeah and you (sighs) and she just like luckily when we don't know what that part means she does say this she lays out a boundary with Mm, him mm -hmm. and I I like this because she's kind of been told to like dismiss how she's feeling and (laughs) whatever boundaries are when it comes to henry by the two most important people in her life sure. Graham's and jack mm. and she's like look if we're gonna continue dating we need to be ourselves right
0: and she says i would like to continue dating yeah yeah and and then henry's like you know well should i return the ring and jen's like no this is the no, best fine. pinky ring ever yeah <laughs> and i'm like let's keep track of whether or not she ever wears it again um I
1: know. and so and, then it's kind of sweet and she grabs the Uh jello and she admits to him like look we're having a date yeah it's like kind of nice and you're like girl you already had your first date on the dock two episodes ago so shut Mm. (laughs) up and then he's like there's always room for jello and this is when i was like that doesn't age well
0: (laughs) so then we go to jack and andy's and kate and jack are getting ready for bed and jack like checks in with her she's like you know are you okay and Kate's like, look, like, I'm really realizing there's something kind of cool about a relationship not working because a guy turns out to be gay. Um, and she's like, you know, it's heart, Sure, it's heartbreaking in its own way, but it's not my fault.
1: Yeah. And then she, and then she looks Jack dead in the mm-hmm. eyes and she's like, you know, it's not your fault either. Yeah. It's so sweet. It is amazing. It's amazing. It's such an incredible moment. Like, and I think, you know, if you were a queer kid watching this, like, that would be something that would be so important to hear it would
0: really speak to you and i think like you know just jack like like her allowing jack to be like you know we didn't break up because you're gay but it's okay that you felt like that when we were together like it doesn't diminish the fact that we had a connection
1: you know we still love each other and care about each other and like exactly you know i want what's best for you and i know you want that for me
0: exactly and Jack's like, you know, I just she's she's kind of like, well, why were you so afraid to tell me this? And she he's like, you know, I didn't want to upset you. And Kate's like, I don't totally buy that. And yeah, like try again. Yeah, and don't he forget tells her, we
1: were close enough to fuck each other. Yeah. so <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> which means a lot when they're there at that. Evening. Yeah, exactly,
0: exactly. <laughs> so he's like, you know, when we were together, like when we were seeing each other, I thought there was something off, but like. And like, when I saw you, it brought me back to this time where I thought these feelings that I was having was wrong. And so I thought I, if I told you, like, I'd be disappointing you. And I think that's really real. Like, yeah, like that. It's hard. Like, that's really hard. I mean, particularly someone you lost your virginity to, to be like, hey, I'm gay. <laughs> like,
1: yeah, and hey, like, it's not you, that, but... <laughs> well, and also he, like, we could imagine there was a time when he thought he when he loved her, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and like, And to have this idea of like, was was I lying to myself? Was I lying to her? Like, Mm -hmm. what was going on? This like internal conflict that you have,
0: you know, and, and we were just so more rigid about sexuality, like back then, like, even though we were kind of opening up to like, hey, people are gay, and that's okay. And we would like to be friends with them still. It's like, there was such a rigidity to like, okay, you're gay
1: yeah so that means that you can only connect with you can only be <laughs> in love with you can only have sex with a guy that's it that's, that's what it. that means that's what
0: that means right It was much more it was like okay, okay we're willing to accept this part, yeah but like the fluidity that we sort of see now, particularly in younger generations is so that's so new and yeah. so like i mean I love it and i I'm yeah, so awesome. glad that we have it, and that we're all yeah. we all get to sort of be more open about gender and sexuality and all of it. But it's like, back then it was like, you know, I mean, look at, as we go through Jack's character throughout the rest of the series, I mean, really look at what Jack, Jack is so hyper-masculine, um, you know, uh, particularly right now, he's he's a football player, he's like, s- there is such a hyper-masculinity about Jack, and like, it's almost like, because he's gay, we don't get to see, like, right. a lot of gay traits in him. Right. Um. And so she then Kate is like Jack could never disappoint me like you could never disappoint me gay you straight you're a world-class human being and like I wanted to see you because it takes me back to this safe place where crushes never end and hearts can't be broken and that's what I needed right now
1: which on the one hand you're like you're talking about a safe place it's like what like 14 months ago <laughs> I know
0: <laughs> and then also like and then also I was kind of like someone tell me the story about Kate and Jack broke up <laughs>
1: <laughs> like yeah was did it because he moved move? yeah exactly or, yeah because like, that
0: seems heartbreaking too completely agree it's anyway. super interesting <laughs>
1: but it's like sweet I, I agree there's some weird plot holes mm. in this but <laughs> uh but it's a really sweet like moment um for jack and kate. for us as the viewer and for kate too like yeah. it's just like i don't know it's super sweet and it's one of the reasons why like Kate we never see her again but like she's such a memorable character totally I think every Dawson's Creek fan is like fuck yeah, fuck Kate. yeah Kate
0: like because <laughs> she's like I'm so glad I get to go home knowing the real you and like I gotta say like so Alex Breckenridge you know like we see we have these people on Dawson's Creek that come in for one episode like it happens all the time but like I feel like much much like like Fran a couple of episodes ago like she has such a presence Alex Breckenridge, Mm -hmm. that like the second she's on the screen, you're like, oh, who's this girl? Like, yeah, it's like the first time you see Abby Morgan, you're like, I mean, she's a nightmare, but like, who is she? I need to know more. (laughs) Like, whoa. And then we go, so we go back to the Learys, yeah. And Mitch is like, (laughs) Mitch is like annoyed, deliberately getting ice cream, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) He's like
1: upset and he's kind of like thinking about how to parent.
0: because he's like he's like dawson like because dawson's like what are you giving me the silent treatment he's and like he's i like, thought that's no. what
1: kids do and dawson and mitch just kind of like sighs and he's like you know <laughs> i'm just thinking about what's been going on with you you've kind of been wild this year right like And i know like and it's like i know you you're going through something because like we've split up like he doesn't say that but there is a substance to that
0: mm-hmm. but and it's also like this has been like, a real year like
1: yeah, like you're crashing boats, you're having strippers in the house. And I'm like, picking up from the drunk tank, you know? Yeah. And Dawson is like, look, it wasn't that bad. It was a party. And like, this is like, a. I feel like this conversation, like, you always say Mitch and Gail are like your parents, but this is a moment in which their parenting is similar to my parents parenting. Like we were allowed to do a lot of more things than other kids were because like, we didn't get in trouble. And that's what mitch is kind of saying it's like look there's t- we're white people there's space for you to have like a, this youthful like discretion mm-hmm. but there is a line that we have to draw here <laughs> and like if you're fucking crashing a boat you're having strippers dancing on the table and i'm picking you up from the drunk tank like this you've I'm crossed letting the you, line yeah like this is the boundary where like no Uh dude no you know and Dawson's like what can't you understand and Mitch is like yeah no no I understand like I've been a 16 year old yeah I definitely understand I fathered a child when
0: I was 20 (laughs) apparently (laughs) allegedly allegedly in our fan fiction
1: yeah and you know mitch is just like look i, I get it but like i kind of have t- if you're gonna be a kid like mm. then i'm gonna be a parent
0: right I, i'm gonna and he's like you know um i am gonna like he's like basically you're gonna get punished for this like yeah, there's consequences to this like, there you go yeah there's consequences I, to your actions
1: like and this is the hard part and i think what we complain about a lot and i think that like just it this is one of the problems that um comes from white privilege and you mm. know this experience is mm-hmm. that like you're not told consequences and I think that it's hard because you don't want the consequences to be so strict and so wild that like if you get caught with like a joint on a park that then you like your whole life is ruined right and like that's fucking bullshit like right. absolutely you know but there is a consequence where if you fucking have a crash a boat <laughs> <laughs> or you like have underage kids raging at your house with a slew of strippers like Mm, no judgment to strippers but like this dynamic of underage kids there is fucking horrible right (laughs) you know like that is a unacceptable and so you're kind of like wait mitch he didn't punish dawson
0: for that right because mitch says your mother's gonna buy a restaurant and dawson seems shocked like he's like what she is yeah yeah And Mitch is like, you're going to work there after school, evenings, weekends, whatever, after school, evenings, weekends, whatever. And you're going to do this until you realize that just because you decided to be a kid doesn't give you license to be reckless and irresponsible. And like, that's the distinction that I think is like what Dawson really needs.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: I think like, I think that seems to be even like since season two, when he and Jen were skinny dipping and he was like you know jen was like i'm gonna teach you how to be a kid and like yeah blah, blah 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 like i you know it's it's one of those things where you're like i think that um that's the boundary line dawson needs to hear
1: Well, yeah, I I agree with you because the reality is Dawson, he has this idea that he's super mature and Mm -hmm. he's like more of an adult. He says that a lot, like, you know, like, oh, should I react to my parents getting divorced like I normally do, like an adult? Mm -hmm. And as us, the viewers, especially as adult viewers now, we're like, you are not an adult. You're like a complete (laughs) child. Nor are you acting like one. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Because he is a, a he is a child. So, of course, you know, and he doesn't have like enough of the life experience that would make him like you know parentified or like an adult Mm -hmm, child mm -hmm. you know because like that is just not where he's at so he's making these false equivalences in his head that being a child means acting recklessly and being immature yeah and and i i just i don't think that's true and i think that that's good that mitch is kind of like you're seeing this wrong yeah and And like but then i will i do want to say it's the punishment is kind of absurd because you're like so he wouldn't have had to help his mom with this
0: project? Aaron, I'm so glad you said something because I said in my notes, as the child of someone who owned their own business, I- I'd never, like, it didn't matter whether I misbehaved or not. I had to work at that business. <laughs> anyway, so we go back to the jail where Doug brings Pacey some coffee and they have, like, this, like, nice brotherly heart to heart. Yeah,
1: it's like, I i'm triggered when i see doug because of the gun incident yes. and like then i was like ah, oh, this is
0: sweet doug okay because well, be like remember that. like at the beginning of that episode we were like oh my god doug how oh, yes. doug's here we're so happy and then we were like holy shit we forgot that this happened
1: oh and just how horrible he is the whole first season yeah um, and, and then even, it's
0: like this is the Doug that we were excited about seeing right yeah, this Doug like, that's like here to give pacey advice and like be his kind of rock yeah and in a a way be the Bessie to 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 Pacey's Joey exactly right and like so Doug comes in and he's
1: like what's going on with you like this you're wild but like I caught you hanging upside down in a tree wasted and Uh it's like not really your vibe you know and and he's like it's nothing there's nothing wrong and Doug's like is it a girl Mm. (laughs) and, and
0: he knows kind of pacey like, yeah, and pacey kind of goes <laughs> like he chortles a little bit yeah and he, just, like, he doesn't
1: trust doug like you that's the vibe you get as pacey's yeah. like i don't trust you what you're doing and i
0: think that's fair but yeah but then doug's like okay who is she
1: yeah <laughs> again like like i've been saying doug knows pacey like they're <laughs> brothers so like yeah. he's like all right i know what that means you know and um, and so Pacey's kind of like, well, who the fuck else am I going to talk to about this? Right. Like, Dawson? No. Joey? No. Right. Andy? Ooh, no. no. Jack? Uh, eh. Kind of iffy. Like, I've already talked to Jen about it, but yeah. I still feel a little bit uncomfortable about right. it. And she's know? not here. Yeah. And she's not here. So there's that, too. And
0: Doug and, goes to leave because Pacey's like, no, nah, it's nothing. It's nothing. And Doug goes to leave. And then and then like, Pacey's like, like, I'm going to tell you something. She's really annoying
1: yeah um opinion about everything
0: (laughs) and she's so smart so her opinion is always fucking right (laughs) right and like Doug's like oh my god that sounds like a nightmare and I was like okay Doug like what women (laughs) having opinions is a nightmare um and then Pacey's Pacey's like like, no no no, no, wait it's it's because she's so smart and like when she argues it comes from this really beautiful place and it's like this pure place and like how can you fight against that like what the fuck am I supposed to do And then Doug asks if she's pretty. And PZ like stops in his tracks and is kind of like, (laughs) yeah, she's pretty.
1: She's like really pretty. (laughs) The kind of pretty that gives you butterflies.
0: And then Doug says, one of my favorite lines of this show. It's
1: Okay, I just want to say, like, isn't it wild how much more that sounds like your heart skips a beat than like pretty, like the way pretty used to mean something?
0: Yeah, it is. Yeah, the kind of pretty that gives you butterflies. I, I mean, I think that's a really good point, Erin, that like Dawson, uh, it's not that it, one is better than the other necessarily. But like, I feel like you really feel what Pacey is saying.
1: Mm-hmm. And- well, exactly. You you can, that is a description that like you I completely know what that means mm-hmm. versus when Dawson says it. You're like, what does that mean? Like <laughs> Yeah well okay. you're kind of like
0: okay i kind of
1: I think guess, i get what like, you mean well but that's like, what i mean is like you're like i guess i understand it but you understand it through your prism mm, and your mm, experience mm-hmm. versus what dawson is actually saying right what he means it to mean, mm. and this is a problem that dawson has throughout mm-hmm, is that like mm-hmm. we're always interpreting what we're saying but we yeah. don't know what he really means totally. versus casey when he says that you're like gotcha
0: totally 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 because because doug goes then never never lose lose the butterflies yeah and he's like you know that's what sucks about getting older is that like somewhere along the line you start to lose the butterflies which is kind of true um and doug's like
1: like so what are you gonna do about it yeah this is like the witter vibe
0: the witter vibe is like yeah
1: let's act just act you know and so this is pacey's journey is that he from the winter vibe he acts without thinking about the consequences mm. you know mm. and um you know and that's obviously what Dawson got called out for is you're not thinking about your consequences and so Pacey's journey this season is like consider the consequences before you do something
0: mm-hmm. and he's and he does I mean what we see in this scene because he's like you know look Doug I cannot act if I acted like there's a strong possibility the sun would cease to shine tides would cease to rise and there's a good chance the earth would crack open and Capeside <laughs> would become a hell mouth because Pacey yeah. is obviously a Buffy the Vampire fan and the Capeside would become a hell mouth that would spew forth hordes of monsters and demons who would choke the people of this city and would make them pray for a return to the days before I took action not to be dramatic about it or anything <laughs>
1: and let's track that do you think we'll pray for those days before
0: he takes action (laughs) Uh, good question anyways anyways so doug doug's like yeah yeah that might be true but in my experience you don't come across many people that with the ability to give you butterflies which just melts my fucking heart i know
1: (laughs) and then when i'm already like melted Casey's like thank you yeah and i I, I would in this moment was like this like th- I think this is why personally I tend to be more mean to Dawson than Pacey mm-hmm. is that I don't think Dawson says please thank you and I'm sorry enough.
0: I agree with you
1: and like that I I don't like people like that like I just don't like I fight with my bro- my boyfriend about that I'm like you never say thank you like, yeah <laughs> you you need to show appreciation I think
0: yeah and I think there's a way in which um. Pacey is, and I, I, I don't know, we can maybe speculate at some point as to why this is, but Pacey is a little bit easier to see when people sort of give him the time of day. And maybe it's because people always give Dawson the time of day, and people rarely give Pacey the time of day. Mm-hmm. But it's like the fact that Doug took his time to talk to his brother about this, mm-hmm. like that means something to Pacey. Yeah. Because yeah, it's something not something it's- that Doug does.
1: Well, someone in his family cared about him. It's like literally the first time we've ever seen that. <laughs> right,
0: right. Um, so then we move after that scene that just is, and we see the creek outside Joey's house. It's super mm-hmm. pretty, and then we, we kind of pan down yeah. and see Pacey walking up to her door. Yeah, and, and he's I, like determined but tentative. Right, and I want to say this. The song that's supposed to be playing is called "Never Be the Same." by Susan Al-Gukark. Sorry, I'm so sorry if I said that wrong. She is an Inuk Inuk singer from Nunavut, Northern Canada. The show, of course, did the thing where they did not pay her for the streaming and DVD rights. Uh. And so, I mean, go look her up. Um, Her last name, A-L-G-U-K-A-R-K, Susan Al-Gukark. Um, cause she's got some really great stuff. There's some more songs coming in the next episode from her, but I just like, I mean, I want to just highlight the first nations singer. Yeah. Um, so really cool. Um, but anyway, so Joey, Pacey knocks on the door. Yeah. Joey opens it and then just closes it right away. And
1: she's like, like, "Mm -hmm." puts his hand on the door and he's like, no, no, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. And he's like, look what I did last night like I know I was drunk but I was wrong and I'm really sorry and again <laughs> I complain that Dawson doesn't apologize enough and yeah. I, I, I I think that's why I struggle with him so much is that like he doesn't take accountability and the thing is and with- to me that's like the most toxic of behavior like that is the definition of toxic toxic masculinity yeah to and
0: and I think a that lack of accountability. And I think that like in, in our day and age right now, and like I've said many times, I don't like to bring him up that often, but like in surviving this Donald Trump era, it's, I feel like that, that unaccountability is a such a trait of Donald Trump that it's very hard to be anywhere near it in any other part of your life because it's like we're all fucking dealing with it so much and
1: I just want to pop in and say we're not like equating Dawson and Donald
0: no 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 we're not and I I don't think they're I don't think they're similar at all it's it's I mean I I have had it ever since 2016 I have had it with multiple men in my life where like there's like this well of patience that i used to kind of have where i would be like let me you know let me like try to correct this and now i'm like fuck you and fuck off and like i will not stand for this and Uh. it's like that well of patience has just run entirely dry and so so the the fact that pacey comes to joey and and the i wanted i want to highlight because i think it's the way he apologizes cuz like i do think that Dawson says i'm sorry mm-hmm. but jo- but but the fact that Pacey is like i was out of line yeah like takes responsibility for his actions i was out of line and like yes i was drunk so admits that like Part of that is that I was intoxicated. Right, yeah. But that does not excuse the behavior. Absolutely, yeah. And I think, like, that's it, right? It's like, come on, we've all been drunk. Yeah. We've all been drunk and, like, said something, and- like, a little bit, gone a little too far. So- yeah, yeah, yeah. It it happens. It definitely does. But, like, um, but I think the ability to say, like... Sure, the alcohol didn't help that situation. Yeah. <laughs> but but also, it doesn't matter because it was still me. Yeah, um, I still did it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And Joey's like, you know, this is the thing is that, like, I was worried about you, too.
1: Yeah. And Pacey is like, what? What?
0: Like, he shook. That someone was thinking of him, even. And... And that specifically she was. Mm. (laughs) And Joey's like, you know, look.
1: He's like, look, Satan himself could come and lead Dawson to the fiery gates of hell. And he still would have his morals
0: intact. Mm. I mean, let's let's track that. Yeah. But he's like, she says. Like, I'm just
1: worried that no one is worrying about you right now. Mm hmm. And And I think that's
0: interesting and astute cuz yeah. i i would argue that that's probably true.
1: Yeah. And i think like as they've gone gotten closer and kind of started to redefine their friendship, mm-hmm. it's like Casey said in the in the drunk tank, we always banter. We are enemies, you know? Mm-hmm. And Joey's like, "Yeah, but like we don't get mean to each other." Like she what she was saying or w- the way i took it was like no, that was from a place of love. And that's just our vibe, you know, right. like it, it's not because I actually hate you. It's just like this, like I hate parts about you or there's things I don't like, like that I can't reconcile yet, you know, mm-hmm. and like, but I've always we've actually at the end of the day, always been friends. And I don't know if you, <sighs> you
0: do that <laughs> right, like we've always annoyed each other, but we've always also been friendly.
1: And- yeah. Like you've always been my friend. Yeah. Like, you know? And so here she is like flat out saying it. And I think she had to come to realize it as well I think so too you know be as they've you know grown Mm. in their friendship this season where she's like oh wait we've always been friends
0: and like I've always worried about him but I never knew it (laughs) right right and he he kind of has this smile and like hides it he's like he you can see him like getting very close to like uh. and and he's like you know so what like this is how you express concern for me and Joey's like you gotta learn to read between the banter Pacey exactly <laughs> and so she's and then she's kind of like all right like it's all silent right. for a second she's like all right we we're like we're done is, here are we done here <laughs> yeah
1: like okay And he's like I need to tell you something else mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and she's like okay and we're like as the viewer like
0: <gasps> I remember in 2000 being like oh holy shit like at the edge of my seat like he is gonna tell her that he has feelings for her Right now, and he like gets close, like you can see him, you can see it on the tip of his tongue, and he's like, "The
1: thing is, you're waiting too long on the clutch, Mm -hmm. and like you're just like you're do you have
0: this all wrong. You got to ease it into the gear. You're going to strip your transmission, and like he's like, you know. So I was thinking I could show you, and Joey's kind of like pretty entertained by him actually. Like she's like, right now, like (laughs) it seems like it's very early in the morning. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, okay I'm in my pajamas Aaron Hensley would commit murder if you came to her door that early in the morning
1: and wanted me to do something (laughs) and
0: wanted you to to teach her how to drive Um, and so Pacey's like yeah 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 like right now so we (laughs) cut then to them
1: in the truck overhead shot Uh they're in the truck and he's like she's like now now and he's like no no and she's like now and he's like yeah now and then she's like I did it you know and they're just kind of like driving in circles around and the
0: driveway, and he says, "Congratulations, Potter. We're finally getting somewhere, and we like pull back to see the house in the creek and the truck yeah. and the music swells
1: and like you can kind of see how Pacey is maturing in the sense that like mm. he's understanding like that there are, there would be a consequence to him telling Joey that he likes her, mm-hmm. and he hasn't really thought it out yet and and so his instinct and what his family encourages him is like, just go for it, yeah. Just, jump right in head first you know and he's kind of like
0: oh. and he's already done that once i mean if you'll recall he kissed her on the double date episode mm-hmm.
1: so he's I mean, already I, I mean i would argue in terms of the the universe of the show he's done it more than once he did it he kissed miss jacobs
0: i mean to joey sorry yeah you're oh, right okay. but but i yeah. mean to joey he's already so his done it once. and even
1: with andy like you know he kind of went straight for mm-hmm. it without like you know um, thinking about what it would mean and what would it would be like. Um,
0: and so that's like his vibe. Yeah, totally. And, and you know, I just got to say, I, I do love this episode. Um, I mean, just for the fact alone that it gives us the nickname Jackers, uh, I'm, I'm sold. Um, but I also think like Joey and Pacey's friendship and then Pacey's feelings for Joey, like all of that is like so real yeah and and just the fact that he was about to say that he liked her like like that's a real i told you this off mic but i'll say this that like around this time i had like just gotten my first job when these were airing so like i i actually (laughs) believe it or not guys don't remember these episodes and watching them live quite as well um as I do a lot of the other stuff, um, just because I was so busy and I was a junior in high school and I was in a lot of honors classes, so my my schedule was bananas. But, um, but I definitely remember that part and like thinking about what the consequences were going to look like if he actually did say that yeah.
1: to her. Yeah. No, I, and I think and, as the viewer, you're like in that moment, like, oh my god, he's going to tell her. He's going to tell her, and then you're kind of like, whoa, okay, wait. What if he did tell her? That's really like, real. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like, what would that mean for her? She's also dating this guy, AJ, right. you know, and like, so she's kind of in this other level. And then like, what would that mean for his friendship with Dawson? Like, you know, so it's, it's super complicated. And that like, you know, just like, I think that that's one of the things that Dawson learns in this episode is that there are consequences mm-hmm. to your action. Mm that's it. So yeah. you know, you see No matter what you those need actions to are. Know that, you know. <laughs>
0: hmm so, Yeah. So who are you rooting for? I mean, I'm rooting for Pacey. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm rooting for Jack. Yeah. Yeah, this is a good episode for Jack. Mm-hmm. I mean, in certain ways, and I'm I'm rooting for Andy, but yet again, she is sidelined in this episode yeah, in so exactly. many ways. She's
1: super good in this episode, um, and her reaction shots like
0: got me. I mean, amazing, <laughs> amazing. But,
1: but yeah, they didn't give her that much, and that's kind of disappointing.
0: Yeah, and then like, I mean, there's a way in which like I'm rooting for Joey in the the sense of her friendship with pacey which i think is like really i think it's really good for her to have this other person that she can depend on and like that's not i think for so long for joey pacey was the guy who was just there you know and like she didn't really she was like okay fucker i gotta deal with but like whatever and i think that it's almost like the first time they really fight as friends right And that's like a big moment. (laughs) That's a big moment. The first time you fight as friends and get through it and are okay.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, it's like she fights with Dawson a lot and they have like this really weird, um, uh, path for resolution always, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and it's usually involves her apologizing and Dawson not, um, returning the favor. Uh, and so this is like a moment where Pacey is just like, I was fucked up. I'm really sorry. And like, I want to take responsibility for that, you know? And like, So they're evolving their friendship in this way that like, obviously, I just personally find more helpful and, and more exciting to watch.
0: I mean, I totally agree with you. But also, like, also just like the moment that you fight as friends, and then get through it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And are like, we still want to be friends, even though we had a fight. (laughs) You know, like, that's a big moment in a relationship, you know, and like, and I think that's a moment that like people forget about, um, or that's a moment that people don't really think about. But like, but like, I think there are a lot of like sort of early friendships that you get in a fight, and then you're like, no, that's not worth it. Um, right. And and the ones that you say, oh no, that is worth it. Like I, uh, you know, we fought, but like, okay, we'll be okay.
1: Well, yeah, they want to correct <laughs> their their friendship, you know. Yeah. Um so it's yeah. This anyway. actually gets into our listener corner question. Oh so good. of this. This is from our listener corner. This is from Kate. Mm. After um listening to or watching the last couple of episodes, how do you to feel or think about the different developments between all the different friendships amongst Dawson, Joey, and Pacey? <sighs>
0: yeah like i said at the beginning of the episode there's this part of me at that beginning where joey's it feels kind of adult right it feels like joey's like oh my boyfriend is not coming in Mm -hmm. and they're like well come hang out with us like like there's this like kind of like very fleeting moment where it feels like the three of them could really have like be a friend group and like a friend group in a way that they have not been previously. Right. Where it was like Dawson at the center and Joey and Pacey kind of like vying for his attention, which seems like like,
1: not liking each other.
0: Right. And and like, and even if they kind of like it, it, when it came to push and shove, like maybe they would like, you know, I mean, in season one, when Pacey and um, Miss Jacobs get caught, like, Joey kind of was like, hey, look, we've got something in common. You know, like Joey
1: maintaining that they always are really friends, but like that they saw each other as, oh, he's Dawson's friend. She's Dawson's friend. We're not friends. And
0: vying for Dawson's attention. And so like there's a way in which at the very beginning of this episode, I kind of can see that like there's a part of me that catches a glimpse of that and is like, hey, like that's not a bad look, you know, Mm -hmm. and then and then here at the end, when we come to the end of this episode, you know the part of me that looks at Pacey and Joey, and even though we the audience know that Pacey has romantic feelings for Joey, right? Yeah, there's a way in which, I mean, the fact that he's just like he's patient with her. Um, I mean, I think that's the truck, you know, sort of metaphor. Dawson right. is not as patient with her in learning how to drive stick.
1: Right. Exactly. No, the way that they bookended of like, okay, this is how Dawson and Joey interact, and this is how Dawson and Casey interact. Right. And you it's very clear which interaction is, is better or more desirable. Right. You know. And then even insofar as the outcome is that she's learning to drive and he, you know, she couldn't before. So right. she's actually learning something and growing from her relationship with, with, with Casey versus her relationship with Dawson. And I think And so- then I also think moreover in this episode like so in the weekend in the country we see dawson and pacey having like an interesting friendship moment Mm -hmm. but in this episode we see them having some um pretty toxic friend moments
0: yeah there's this way in which dawson sort of brings out pacey's toxic masculinity Mm -hmm. and i you know i know y'all probably understand that we are fans of pacey and Aaron has admitted he's her favorite TV character. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, you know, that doesn't mean that he doesn't have those moments and those pieces. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. And so it's, like, we see it, obviously. And, like, I think in this episode we see it really a lot, like, of uh, Pacey sort of being the egging on guy. Right. And And, um... And also how like the writers set it up of like, well,
1: they're two dude friends. so Of mm-hmm. course, they are going to talk about fucking and drinking, you know, and you're <laughs> right. like, hey, OK, like, you know, that's interesting because I don't think that that's
0: true. <laughs> right. And and there's this way I think that like it's interesting. I mean, that's that's interesting, right? there There's there's I always think it's interesting to see how people are different around different friends, because, of course, we all are different around different yeah, friends. Yeah. Yeah. And and so that's always kind of fascinating character study is like, what does what do certain people bring out in other people? Yeah. And so like Dawson, Joey and Pacey, it is such a and this this episode is such a shifting of the dynamic. Do you know what I mean? Is it's like Dawson and Joey sort of being controlling and shitty over each other and like really in a lot of ways, just Joey being controlling and shitty over Dawson. Right. Um. you know, I mean, as much as I love Joey, like, I think she does have this in her. And I think it's it's um it's a little bit hard for me to reconcile. Um, But, but. then also all of them coming from a place of caring. I mean, as much as I know, we've talked about, like, intentions kind of don't matter. Mm-hmm. There's a part of me that's like, I mean, none of them are trying to be assholes. <laughs> none of them are trying to be toxic. But what happens when they are? That's right, an interesting question.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. Which again is why, like, Pacey apologizes for that. He's like, "Look, I was a fucking asshole. I was mm-hmm. drunk, but like, I was an asshole, and that was like unwarranted and undeserved. And like, I not honestly not the person I want to be." <laughs>
0: right, and and I <laughs> you know, think... and
1: so that's like interesting to see. Um, it's hard because like those moments when we see Dawson being a good friend to everyone we're like awesome but they're yeah. so few and far between that you forget about them
0: i agree with you i agree with you on that front like i think that there's there are these ways where um dawson has his moments and i i do try to point out every time cuz like i know some people have said that we're
1: yeah. <laughs> hard on Dawson
0: <laughs> and like, exactly. and like, I don't, I, I don't mean to say like, don't critique that. Like, please continue. Like we like to hear it, but it's one of those things where no,
1: absolutely. I think as much as we say, we have to call out Dawson's bad behavior. Like, you know, that's the whole, like, I don't think call out culture is toxic. I think it's just like, Hey, have you considered this perspective?
0: Right. And I think like, we try to call out Pacey and we try to call, try to call out Joey. And we try to call out all these, all the dudes particularly, when they're being toxic, but like it, Dawson is the center of this show, ostensibly, at least for the moment. Um, and, um, and like, you know, he's, there's a way in which we're so often with him that like, it's easy. He has a lot of behavior to call out, you know, right. he's on the show so much. So like, but also like, uh, we want to call out Pacey's too. And, and, and we want to call out Joey's toxic Behavior mm-hmm. as well and I think like they all have it at one point or another and like in this episode they all have it at one point or another <laughs> yeah exactly, like, or the same point all together <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. yeah so it's um, it's interesting I mean this show I th- this episode I think really marks a shift in the dynamic
1: yeah exactly and I think that what we see with the way that Pacey is acting towards Dawson mm is we see that like he's assessing whether or not dawson would be continue a friendship with him if he started dating joey yeah you know, and he's assessing like how on what footing and how sound their relationship is.
0: I I mean, I think that and I also think he's assessing where Joey is like, I think part of the reason he's so mad when he sees her react to Dawson is he's like, wait a minute, I thought we were, I thought we were sort of done with that. Like, what's going on? And like, you know, oh, shit, I have these feelings. But does that mean I can't, you know, she's feeling this for him, then I can't really.
1: Right. And it's also like he has to ask himself, like, Dawson will always be in Joey's life. So Mm. if they were to date, how would that make him feel? Mm -hmm. You know, and like, that's like a real question you have to ask yourself, especially given like you don't know what the dynamic between Pacey and Dawson would be. Mm -hmm. that's super complicated you know um (laughs) boy is it yeah it's really hard Mm -hmm. uh so the way that these three you know or these all these individual friendships are growing and changing is like really dynamic to watch this season yeah yeah Um, i mean
0: i think one of the things about season three that's so great is how these relationships how the focus of these relationships starts to change and Um, I think this is a key episode in that.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. So thank you for that, Kate. Thanks, Kate. Um, Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, We hope you're all staying safe. Again, please register to vote. We got our ballots in California and Mm -hmm. we're allowed to vote all month long. So I don't know what's happening where you are um, if you're in the U.S., but Please, please look into that. Um, It's super important, even in your local elections. Like, make your plan. Secretary of State will have all the information you need.
0: Yeah, make your plan, because there are certain states where, you know, people are making it. I mean, they're trying it, folks. You know, like, people are making it hard to vote. So, you know, have a plan. Um, You can DM us. Like, I will check the DMs and DM us if you're having a problem. I'll try to help you walk through it. Um, uh, But, yeah, I mean, it's so important. So... Um
1: right and I don't know how it is in different states I've only voted in California my whole life but we have a lot of ballot initiatives mm-hmm. we it's a really common thing we have in California where we take it straight to the ballot box <laughs> It's a wild but <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a annoying it but... <laughs> takes you like 45 minutes to vote I'm not even being hyperbolic Yeah um so but those are incredibly important mm-hmm. um We have some we're voting on a lot of stuff here, like how we classify contract workers and what protections they have. Right. How are we going to decarcerate our population? You know, like this. These are very important things that we need to think about. And Mm -hmm. so I encourage you to look to your local Black Lives Matter, you know, chapter and see what they're encouraging you to vote on, because like they'll know what they want.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because that that should align um pretty well you know that's uh those are the people who are running those chapters are the people who are fighting against white supremacy fighting against patriarchy and and um putting together these ballot sort of um guides on that that are going to do that the best
1: absolutely and so that's super important because sometimes they write laws really tricky <laughs> mm-hmm. and they promote them really um, nefariously. So mm. um, that's important. And, you know, it's I know we're not here to talk about the election, um, especially to our inter- international listeners. But yeah, it's super important to us, me and Julia and to our country. And so
0: <sighs> sorry about that. <laughs> I promise <laughs> you after time. November we will. <laughs> We will not ask you to vote anymore <laughs>
1: <Yes>. <laughs> until next year.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: But yeah, that's where we're at right now. And, um, it's very crucial. And I know that there is a lot of wild things happening in the world. And, mm. uh, so we,
0: I think we hope we can give you a distraction from some of it, but also, uh, don't think that we are distracted. Um, yeah. you know,
1: exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, with that, um, thank you. Stay safe. Uh, Yeah, please keep your mind healthy. Uh, Mm -hmm. And you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Dawson's Critique. You can email us. We're getting to some wild episodes. So email us any of your thoughts, Dawson's Critique at (laughs) Mm -hmm. gmail.com. I read them all. I don't answer in a timely manner always, but I definitely (laughs) read them all. (laughs) Um, and, uh, you can, we want to shout out our boy, Kilia for writing our, or making our theme song. You can find him on Instagram at go freaking crazy. You can follow my Finsta at Aaron.hensley. We want to remind you to pre-order our book. I remember everything life lessons from Dawson's Creek. Um, we want to shout out Julia where she normally votes <laughs> the last bookstore in downtown LA. Yeah. Um, really great bookstore
0: yeah yeah um i actually run their feminist book club so if you need to hear my voice more you can come over there and see check me out uh so yeah the last bookstore great bookstore um please like a subscribe write a review wherever it is you get your podcasts we appreciate those of you who did every once in a while i go through and read them and they like warm my heart so i really (laughs) i i thank you so much for uh, you those of you who have done that uh we would like to thank, as always, Andrew Bush, who um, normally records us. And we had a whole conversation before we started recording about how much we fucking <laughs> missed him. I know. Uh, these microphones, I'm so ready to not deal with them anymore. Um, anyway, so uh, you can find me on social media at Pesty1079. Rarebird books can be found on the internet at rarebirdlit.com or on social media at Rarebirdlit. This has been a Rarebird production. I don't want to wait.